the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Happy New Year, niggas, and welcome to Welcome to 2018, and welcome back to, or welcome to, if this is your first time listening, to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one-third of your hosts. I am Jeremy, um, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Um, niggas Against Coworkers, and I am joined by my illustrious friends and the real reason that y'all tune in to this goddamn podcast uh my friends i will let them introduce themselves uh hello it is me one half of the non-witty uh unfunny uh your baby is always crying in the background uh half of ratchet ramblings uh candace aka london and mommy uh formerly known as intense desire and uh we are uh, joined by our extended family and another regular on the show. And you motherfuckers are lucky and you should be so blessed and highly favored that uh, this person is joining us for the third week straight. So go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? It's Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent, formerly known as Coonloaf, a.k.a. I don't care about your opinion and my mentions. Go argue with somebody else, a.k.a. Bitch. Make sure that the goddamn electricity works, okay? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> AKA pay your bills. All right. AKA hey, to get hey, shit. I got my own one star woes. <laughs> one star woes. <laughs> one star woes. One star woes. One star woes. So let me pay the bill. AKA got one AKA check the billing because I'm moving up like the real housewives. It's not just a feature. Now I'm one third of the hosts, but I only come around when I feel like it, but check the billing. All right. Booked and busy bitch. <laughs> Unlike Masika. Unlike Masika. Listen. Uh, listen. Yeah. Let, let me pay the bills right quick. Um, <clears throat> and that'll lead into a classy um, read that my um, eloquent friend Candace has. Um, <clears throat> so you are listening, like I said, to the Ratchet Remnants podcast. We are part of the CSPN network. You can go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab and click Ratchet Ramblings. And nigga, move. This ain't for you. What the fuck? Nigga that got to be Nigga Cat. Goddamn. <laughs> nigga Cat coming. some bastard? <laughs> <laughs> nigga Cat coming through like he, like he Debo just moved. Damn, I can't even have a sweet treat without this nigga sniffing my whole fucking body. Goddamn. Well, he, oh, my bad, my bad. It's, it's fine. He is nigga cat, so you know you I mean, know that how nigga, nigga, that nigga rushed up on me like Debo. Shit, you know how niggas is. You exactly. Your cat think he London. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, but yes. Um, like I said, go to our website. Um, click that Ratchet Ramblings tab and listen to all of our episodes that we had in the 2017 year and including this one and beyond. And thank you to everyone that supported us last year. We are going to continue to be. Um, 
to critique um, reality TV and provide y'all with some laughs. And you can check out all of our other wonderful shows on the CSPN. And if you fuck with us, go over to that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shout with all of our many wonderful sponsors that our boss man Classic has provided for us. And it's no extra cost to you. All it does is give him a portion of the brick so he can keep the lights on around this motherfucker. And you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like pigs in a blanket. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, and you if know you know that wasn't country enough, but I'm gonna let you make it. it listen, that's the only thing I can think of at the time. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> also, if you like our podcast individually, you can help us out by sharing the show, liking the show, um, rating the show. Um, how, however, you listen to your podcast through your podcast listening device. The, the main used medium is uh, iTunes. Um, I still fuck Apple for this update because nigga, y'all had a good thing. Y'all fucked it up by adding shit that people didn't ask for, but it's you know whatever. Um, and it helps us grow. It helps us. It lets us know that y'all rocking with us or not rocking with us. Um, and <laughs> we go um, keep the gravy train going. And as the show tagline and as Curtis said a long time ago, govern your wigs accordingly. And with that, I shall pass it over to Candace. Hello, Saints. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, so, listen, we appreciate all the reviews, whether they be good, whether they be bad, because even a one-star review uh, dragging us by the taint hairs uh, let us know that people are listening, people are checking for what we have to say or what we don't have to say or whatnot. But with that being said, uh, if you don't like the podcast... Do not spend an hour listening to it before you decide you don't want to listen to it because that tells me that you are a fan. You are not a critic. You are a fan. Because I can listen to something for 30 seconds and know that it is not for me. And also, as the show, the name of the show lets you know that we are not about shit. Hmm. We are not eloquent. We are not elegant. We are not classy. We do not keep it cute. We are foul-mouthed. We are rude. We snatch wigs. We are not here to, we're not doing this for a check. First off, let me say that. We don't get a check from this. We are not set up in some very professional studio recording this podcast every week. We are not trying to get awards and accolades. We are two people who, uh, three actually, plus our guests, who love Ratchet TV. I don't Mm -hmm. know how you expect us to discuss Ratchet TV elegantly, but we're never going to try. We always going to read a bitch. Every chance we get. So, with that being said, also, um, London does not cry in the background a lot. She is actually a very good baby, and I resent that fucking comment because London has great comedic comment, like her parents, and she know when to come in and laugh at you or give you a ha ha or whoo. She she like she got good timing. But uh, Candace, may I interject here, right, right quick? Uh, yes. I would just like to uh, quickly interject that you got to be a motherfucking psychopath. To hate baby coos, uh, listen, how, baby coos are are soothing. It's a it's a fucking coo. What kind of horrible motherfucker do you have to be to hate a coo? Coo don't even coo ain't even an, an offensive word. How the fuck? What? Continue, Candace. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I really don't have a problem with you guys hearing my beautiful daughter in the background of these podcasts. She's actually waving now. She knows her uncle's voices because she hears them on a regular basis. Uh. Listen, I would love to record without having her on my hip, but she is mine. She's my sunshine. And when I come home from eight to ten hours, 
of dealing with white people, the best thing in the world is to have her ready to be under me and play and laugh and do all kind of fun stuff with mommy. And that includes sitting in her lap while she records her Ratchet Rambler podcast. So with that being said, thank you for your one star. Thank you for your commentary. But we not changing the motherfucking thing. And we know you gonna listen again because you listened for an hour. And we're not changing shit. So take it. Well, you gonna take it. Ain't no leaving it. So just take it and shut the fuck up. There. Also, I would like to add that um, <clears throat> we know you're gonna listen. And we know you're a fan. Because you listen for an hour. And listen, I'm a pretty reasonable teller. Um, there are some things that are just not for me. Um, I know that, like Hannah said, I know that something is not for me way more than taking it a goddamn hour. And you know what? If it's not for me, you know what I do? Because I, because <clears throat> first of all, <clears throat> first of all, and you're in the person that left this one star review. <laughs> you said that me and Candace were just trying to jump on the recent podcasting wave. <laughs> Let me tell you something, friend. I've been doing this shit for motherfucking four years. I have a whole ass other podcast that just is going on four years and over <laughs> 150 episodes. So that let me know right there, you full of shit, because if you knew anything about this podcast, you would know that I have another podcast and been doing this shit more than recently. This is a new podcast here, but we actually been doing Ratchet Ramblers on that other podcast that has over 150 episodes there. So if you knew what you were talking about, then you wouldn't be out here looking stupid because you would have the motherfucking receipts. So <clears throat> I have the deuce. And, that you, oh, and I also have guest co-hosted on that podcast for for several of the years as well. So again, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because due to me being on Crown and Collars, which is going four years strong, it's why people suggested, actually fans suggested this show. This was not something that Jeremy and I were going to do. We were just going to constantly do Ratchet Recap on Crown and Collars. And a fan said, you know what? I need you, Ratchet motherfuckers, to have your own show to talk about Ratchet shit. And that's what we did. And so while you, it was not for you, though you listened for an hour, I got to keep throwing that in because I just cannot believe you listened to some shit for an hour because you would get your feel of us in the first five minutes. What you hear in the beginning is what you're going to get the whole show. But um, this was fan requested. And we love our fans and we love our listeners and we love other black podcasters who have come on the show and given us an opportunity to come on the show. We always get great feedback when we guest on other podcasts. We get great feedback when we have guests on podcasts, uh, guests on our podcast, which is where Curtis comes in because everybody loves when Curtis comes through and just tears shit down. So thank you for listening for an hour. We appreciate it. It still showed up in our listens. Mm-hmm. And we know you're going to listen again because again, you full of shit. And honestly, <laughs> And honestly, you know what? Since since I'm here, this sounds like someone that either does not like me or does not like That's candy. A growing list of you niggas list. don't like you. Listen, the, the list is growing. It's fine. This that shit ain't even VIP no more. That's general admission at this point. Exactly. Some next thing you're gonna see a video on the timeline saying "fuck Jeremy," like Keisha Cole mm-hmm. said, "fuck Dutch," but it's fine. But this person who left this one star review, you either don't like me. Or don't like Candace, or don't like either either of us, which is fine because we really don't care because we have too many people that love us and support us and support this podcast and fuck with us. But <clears throat> if you are going to be a hater hoe, 
at least have the balls to say why you're being a hater hole instead of hiding it behind critique of the podcast that when you break it down and throw in the receipts really don't hold water. So stop being a weirdo in 2018 and get you some money. Get you a job. Get you some friends. So be a greater hole, not a hater hole. And okay, I'm going I'm to punctuate this real quick and then we can move on. Yes. Um, I don't I mean, it's not my show, so I don't need to drag and, and do all of that. I will say this. If you are going to take the time to leave not only a one-star rating, but write a review, at least make it constructive criticism. There is no point in you writing a review in Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever they call themselves, trying to drag a podcast. And the whole line about it just seemed like some popular tweeters trying to jump on the bed. Like all of that was unnecessary. If you're going to write a review, at least make it constructive criticism or something that the people, the hosts can use to improve. And let it be true. Also. And let it be true because, you know, what Jeremy and Candace said about it was not a lie. I mean, and that's it. You know, and that's just general. Like if you're going to leave a review about something, at least be constructive about it. Yeah. And that's that. But we, again, we appreciate you taking the time to listen for 60 whole minutes. <laughs> Especially when the show typically runs uh, about 90 minutes on average. So thank you for listening to the majority of the show. We appreciate you. And uh, when you tune back in, we hope that uh, you change your tune a little bit, bitch. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga never change. Never change. <laughs> let's, listen, let's jump into this week's stuff because we kinda got we kinda got a, a a lot, a little but a lot to talk about. Let's get to the to shit the shit that's not memorable. Love and hip hop New York moment. We have been struck. Okay, so first I came up with the new um acronym for this whole I it feels like an alternate reality to me. Like these reality shows sometimes. So I came up with it's uh what is it? The Monami Television Universe. Yeah. So we're gonna call it MTU. Like and it. uh I vote that Love and Hip Hop New York gets kicked out of the MTU. It's time. It's past its prime. The SSI has run out. All right. There's no more disability. There's no more benefits coming in. It's time. It's time to let it go. Please. Because I watched it Monday, and I usually don't watch the shows live, but I just happen to watch them live Monday. And we have been struggling for the past three hours to remember what happened on Love and Hip Hop New York. Like we that's how have. that's how bone ass champagne turkey dry it was. It was bad. It was it was, it was bad. It was terrible. Yeah. I and and I I love the Love and Hip Hop franchise, but it's really time to X out some of these locations and go get some fresh air like you did with Miami. Right. It's time to get rid of Hollywood. Um, I can't remember one notable thing that happened on Hollywood except for her wig is coming off. Her wig. <laughs> no, see, I feel like I feel like Hollywood could work. I don't see why the location can't work, but the cast they need to start from scratch with the cast. They need a new cast. They need they need, they a need new cast. people worth knowing. Uh, Hazel Lee is not worth knowing. No, Masika's not worth Masika's knowing. Not Alexis worth Sky. Alexis Sky. Uh, Zell, Ray, Ray, a bunch of people that you don't really see hopping on social media. One thing I can say about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is um, they are active on social media. Uh, Not only that, they have actual ties to hip hop. Yes. Like, 
nobody on the Hollywood cast has any ties to hip hop. Then you got Ray J, who is, for all intent and purposes, worthless. I mean, shout out to him for for securing the bag with that whatever business he sold. But as far as your role on the show, worthless. Lil Fizz, worthless. Yeah, there's no actual hip hop artist on Love and Hip Hop. I think Safari was the only one with some ties to actual hip hop. Yeah, and he's from New York, so so that. Um, I mean, you got A1, but... mm. I agree with Curtis. I feel like the locations... Let me take that back. Don't scratch New York. Don't scratch Hollywood. Scratch the cast. Yeah. It's going to rework the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some people really doing shit. I don't think there's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with coming back on a season and being like, you know what? Let's just get some fresh. Let's get all fresh blood. Let's not just interject one or two or three new people that we've never heard of and try to shake things up and have them fighting. And we don't understand why they're fighting because we ain't never seen this bitch before. Like, just scratch the whole cast. Ray J will be fine. The rest of them, I mean, I don't know. You know, they they hire at UPS all the time. Um, I think FedEx Kinko's hires often. I don't know what the rest of them are going to do, but scratch it. Bring in and do it. Do your your classic half and half. Bring some underdogs that we might not have heard of, but are talented. Keyword, talented. And then bring in some veterans and mix it up. And let's see what happens. But this current cast, no one. Before. She did it before with hit with New York because when Chrissy and Jim left, uh, Samaya Reese left. Uh, uh, it was some other people. Olivia left. She she scratched all them off. And then we start seeing the introduction of Erica Mena. Uh, we saw the introduction of, of course, Remy and Papoose eventually. We saw Cardi B come in. So, like, she knows how to bring in fresh blood. Like, yeah. stop trying to force feed us rich dollars. Like, Please. it's not working. It's dry. Let it go. Stop trying to force feed us Gwenning. We don't yeah, care. I, like, I we don't even know what the fuck it means. On Cardi B. He should have been X'd off the show. Right. Because what DJ Self brought to us was Mariah fucking Lynn, Dream Doll, and the bitch that Mariah Lynn was fighting with last season, who we haven't seen since. The singing bitch who couldn't really sing. Like Yeah, major galore. Uh minor galore. Okay. <laughs> shit. So that's that. But let's let's actually move into what happened this week. Uh fucking NIEs. Um, Ooh, she I ain't gonna lie, she, she's annoying, but she has some good points about how bitches smell when they be doing everything but taking a shower. Bitches do be smelling like onions. <laughs> Bitch, it smell like falafel in here. What's going on? <laughs> it smell like a gyro. If you mm-hmm. a real nigga, it smell like a gyro in here. When somebody got tzatziki sauce. The fuck is going on? Um, her husband really do want her to be a stay-at-home mom or whatever, but the bitch is old and she needs to stay at home. Like she's in her, she's in her goddamn thirties, and she need to blow her fucking nose, okay? Because the bitch been congested since we first seen her debut on the show. I'm tired. That funny peanut? Yes, it is. Yeah, that whole thing was weird. The one thing I didn't like about those scenes, the beginning, um when they were sitting there with Jonathan and Jonathan got real judgmental, like you being real judgmental about NIS's marriage when you married to a motherfucker that's on a whole different coast. 
That nigga and his that you not working on getting out of. Let me let me, let me bring in Mike because Mike is itching to get his hot takes off. Oh hell! Oh hell! Oh hell! He has been disgusted with with that uh with that nigga being married since he found out. Oh he shit! Like, too serious. Like Listen. Mike, first thing out his mouth was this gay man is acting like a heterosexual man. That's so. <laughs> he said he was like that's some ashy niggas do. Ain't that a bitch? We haven't even been able to get married that motherfucking long, and here you are fucking it up, you ignorant bitch. <laughs> Said you married, and then was married. He was ready to fight about that shit. He was about to tell that he, that nigga turned into a motherfucking Tasmanian devil. He was about Where to did you that get that? The internet. <laughs> shit, Google. Out. That's how you know a nigga caught when he start asking you how you find mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yeah, he was being really judgmental to be a married man. To be a married I man. I don't agree. Rich dollars make business with pleasure. This true. It is true. But However, he had some points. However, points, bitch, shut the fuck up. Points when you were married, man, and you was talking about marrying somebody else, but they didn't even know you was married to begin with. Like mm. what? A whole ass married man. And then he want to get married twice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, that motherfucker. That motherfucker. Uh, that motherfucker in his confessional was like, "Now I know it's a little messy because technically I'm still married, boy." Boy, you think you think <laughs> right after Trent done got there, um, went Google on your ass and served your ass motherfucking papers. You think? Oh, he was pissed. Oh, he was mad. He was about to fight. And he was real mad. Where did you print that out? I need the exact location of the printer. <laughs> Where did you get that? Who told you? I was like, are you are you are you serious right now? And I hate when bitches are so stupid that they make you have to agree with straight men because. Her husband had some valid points. He really did. He was like, hey, I just am asking you to be home at a decent hour. Right, and she had like that. She had to like... Talk about you want me to be some hick bitch? Like, whoa. Whoa." (laughs) Right, how do we get from A to B? You want me to be some hick bitch with rollers in my hair in a kitchen cooking? Well, actually, bitch, yes, he does. Right. (laughs) The point is... But the point is, if he bringing his ass home at a decent time, because whatever this man do, he got some money. Because right. Anais' career ain't been doing shit since she won a Mexican American Idol. Let's <laughs> let's just make that very painfully clear. They, they got matching Range Rover, the his and hers Range Rover. He she talking about the nanny be there. This man, whatever he do for a living, he got some money. Right. So this motherfucker is still managing to come home to you with all that bad plastic surgery and want to mm, love up mm, on your mm. dumb ass, and you mad because he asked you to come home before dawn. Exactly, and then let's let's be at, and like Curtis be saying, let's be absolutely the fuck clear. You know you care about the money because right when the nigga said, "Well, if you're not gonna act like you got some sense, I'm getting a divorce." Where the fuck did she go to? Motherfucking rich dollars trying to see if she would have a place to stay over her her dumb ass mm-hmm. head. Yeah, so, that's the part that's crazy to me. For all that all that cheating you doing, bitch, you don't have a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of. If nope. you're going to go get you some new dick outside your marriage, at the very least, have your shit in order so that when he find out, you're not turning into a goddamn uh, orphan looking for a place to lay your goddamn head. That bitch homeless. She need to go. She need to get in a car seat and be uh, placed at the fire department because she don't have nowhere to fucking go. That bitch is an orphan. Yeah, nowhere and to go. Kept the kids. How you how you go to another man's house and don't take your kids? 
Like, I don't understand shit like that. You're not, I don't care what happens. I'm not leaving my kids. That did, that bitch picked dick over her kids. Oh, mama gotta have a life too, asshole. Right, and then I, I feel like she's not even picking good dick because I don't give a damn what nobody say. You are all, not going to convince like, me that Rich Dollars got good dick or even sizable dick, even average, even medium dick. You're not going to convince me <laughs> that this man is is really Rich. giving you these throws of passion and blowing your back. You got me full circle fucked up. The lies. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of her face. <laughs> I'm tired of the way she speaks. I'm tired of that red ass lipstick. I'm tired of her looking like she's always having a stroke. I'm tired of I'm I'm tired. And I'm tired of Rich Dollars always looking like a piece of removed foreskin. Like he really looks like a circumcision. Like that when nigga, he, he looked like a chicken select. Get the fuck out of here. A buttermilk one. <laughs> Don't give him too much sauce. Let's not do that. <laughs> Plain as fuck. I am just I don't I don't have anything. For their situation, except for it was some messy shit that two messy old bitches had no business getting into, especially when they knew that if one messy bitch got caught up, she was gonna be motherfucking homeless, homeless. like the bird lady from Home Alone too. Is that she went to New York? She went to motherfucking rich. Pigeon lady now. She went. She went to motherfucking rich. Like I need you to respect me as a woman, and I need to know that you have to have my back. First of all, motherfuckers. Respect you when I'm getting your husband pussy. Let's talk about it, and then you know what? Rich is a whole ass weirdo, but this nigga, this nigga said pretty much like, I mean, it's only so much having my back, have your back, I can do. You still married? Like, what the fuck is it? Like, what, what the hell else are we gonna do? I mean, what it was, I, he had, he absolutely had a valid point, but she went over there with her Sylvester Stallone esque style of speaking. And what she wanted to hear was, if this nigga put me out, are you going to let me shack up with you? That right. bitch was like, I'll and be even... back. <laughs> <laughs> and, from the, and from the preview next week, that's exactly what the fuck don't happen. That's exactly what the and fuck happened. She getting, and she getting on rich motherfucking nerves from the preview. But speaking of, that that was this episode when she was, what was she having? Like a, a meet and greet? Which I don't understand that. First of all, how you have a meet and How you have a meet and greet and you don't have no, no product? Of new music. Like, what do you do? This what what like, do you do? You talking like Snoop. Where the music? Where the music at? She's <laughs> <laughs> about to make me adopt the Baltimore accent to ask some real fucking questions. Where's the music? How you had a so, meet and greet for a song nobody heard? My question is, how much did they pay those people to show up to that meet and greet? Because for her to have one Mexican idol, there were a whole lot of black people at that meet and greet. And one and two, something ain't adding up. The milk ain't clean. I'm like, I'm, I'm about to see what this new music is. I need so to know. then Ruben, he walked in there. He looked, he do look like one oh, of the she's Dominican. She was the winner of the second season of Puerto Rican uh, American Idol. So she Dominican. Her name Anais Martinez. They changed her age on Wikipedia finally, but I still think the bitch older than that. They say she was born June twenty second, nineteen eighty four. Anais at least forty. No, that bitch not the same age as me. Y'all lying. <laughs> that, that bitch not finna play with me. She old than a motherfucker. And by no. the age, just say citation needed. <laughs> receipts re- receipts required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not finna play these motherfucking ball headed games. No, not. y'all lying. 
real bad, real, real bad. But then when Ruben popped up at the meet and greet, listen, Ruben walked in like he was about to beat the insulin out of Rich. And Rich was over there sweating insulin. About to, about to shaking in his boots. Beat the sugar out that motherfucker. Right. About to, about to, not to beat these out this nigga. Rich, you know what? Ruben walked in there and Rich, uh, Rich was like that gif of uh, DJ Academics from the DIT award. <laughs> yes. Look, I was like, look at this old coward ass nigga. Exactly. If you like bold enough to step in another man's wife's pussy, you should be bold enough when he come to rock and sock that jaw. Like, what's what's really good? Like, I, I really can't find a single NIE song on Apple Music. What single she had come out? What new music? It, listen, the receipt. Listen, one plus two equals uh, kachu right now. Listen, and I don't, I don't really have much else for them. That whole situation is stupid. And listen, that he, relationship was dumb from the beginning. Oh, I found it. The shit looked terrible. What year it came out? Uh, her latest release is called Own It. And that was in 2012. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I asked. Because <laughs> pe- motherfuckers be getting over with that shit. You got to check the dates. Mo, check the numbers, are... bitch. <laughs> now, in this case, it's the it's the date numbers. But still, you got to check the numbers. Check the numbers. Listen, first, Mona, Mona stop lying to us. Stop lying to us, Mona. Please. Stop lying to us like we don't have access to Google. We on the internet all the fucking time. We know how this shit works. We know. Stop trying right. to make things happen, Mona. Stop Listen. it. You lying Stop. about people's ages like we can't Google the shit. You lying about music like we can't Google the shit. You lying about phones being plugged up to the motherfucking wall. <laughs> what are the lies about, Mona? I don't get it. This show has been on too long for you to be stumbling and bumbling the way you are with this, with this program. I don't get it. The lies. That's what I be talking about. Woo! <laughs> listen, the Mona. Listen, I I, I just want to uh, make this make uh, say this, and then we can move on, nigga. When motherfucking Ruben took off them goddamn shades and asked what you asked Rich what he doing there, and if he worked from Navarro, nigga, listen. I was like, he about to rock the shit out of motherfucking Rich. Oh, I'm sure Rich peed on himself at that. Well, he probably peed right into his depends. Yo, Curtis, didn't you say one time he looked like he always peeing on himself in his depends? He do. Yeah, that was the perfect. Yes. <laughs> you look but at Rich's face and don't tell him he ain't in a perpetual state of releasing urine. Incontinence. Incon- there you go. That's a more elegant way to put it. That nigga always look like he dropping off something in his diaper. Uh, but if you go to Apple Music and put in NIE's name, you will see just how much plastic surgery she has had. Because, oh my God, this don't even look like her on these on the cover for these singles and shit from even back in the day. That don't look like fucking NIE. Yeah, they had the, they had uh her well, I don't know if it was her original, but they had an old picture of her floating on Twitter. And I was like, this can't be the same woman. Papa who this woman? Yeah. That's all I got for them. NIE and they they a joke. They ridiculous. And I'm just curious to see what's gonna happen because like I said, that relationship was doomed from the beginning. Rich ain't about shit. Anais ain't about shit. You put two motherfuckers ain't about shit together. You ain't gonna get shit. Right. Zero plus zero equals zero. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Always will. Speaking of a motherfucker that ain't ain't about shit and never gonna be shit. So uh, can we? I, I'm so motherfucking tired of Mariah. Lynn. I really. Yes, am. I'm sick of her. That, I'm, I'm, I'm sick, sick of her, her because I do not like the bitch and. Because she's not likable. I keep saying this. I do not like her. She does not have any redeeming qualities. This dream doll is a fool because when you go in the presence of somebody not likable, you end up becoming not likable as well. 
Right. And I feel like she yeah. stooped to Mariah Lynn level, and now I don't for care no her reason either. Yeah, for no right. reason. Like you get in, like I feel like DJ self sabotages his own artist so he could be the one in the spotlight because there was no reason to send that girl over there. Period. <laughs> When, like None. you said, Curtis, she the one buzzing right now. What the fuck you making her take a break and what the fuck she doing to go talk to a bitch that ain't doing nothing but buying hard right. titties? Right. Like why and why are you forcing her to mix her personal life with with the business? Because her whole issue is Mariah Lynn talking about working with Safari. She immediately let it be known that she got a problem with that. She let Safari know and she let you know. And your solution is to try to cater to Mariah's white tears. And send dreamed all over there to talk to her. What the fuck kind of sense does that make? No. Yeah. And Mar- like I said last week, Mariah Lynn got a hands problem, and that's because the bitch hasn't been beat up by the right person. Like the security really need to let should have let Dream Dog whoop her ass. So I think Dream Dog would have put hands and feet on the bitch because she Dream absolutely would have. She Dream absolutely would have. When Mariah Lynn tried to hop over the table, it was the security that jumped in. Dream Dog was just standing there like, "Okay, bitch, what's up?" Like, what you gonna do? I'm not Sophia the body. I will body you. How about that? Yeah, she didn't care. She was still standing there. The security had to move her out the way. Yeah. Dream Doll absolutely would have beat the brakes off of Mariah Lynn. And that's what she needs. And low key, high key, every key, songs in the key of life, that's what she deserves. Alicia Keys? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we both like, no. No. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's too much. But yeah, so the scene was um what was it? Uh DJ, DJ Self, Self and Mariah. So in a very rare showcase of DJ Self actually having some goddamn sense, although the only reason he has sense is because he didn't have sense and he created a shitty ass situation. He actually was telling Mariah Lynn the shit that we say and that she needs to hear, and it's like, baby girl, it's you. It's not everybody. It cannot be everybody else. You constantly fighting and doing all this shit. We got several people saying if you would put all of this energy into your music and your career that you do trying to fight bitches, maybe you would be farther along. And she don't want to hear the shit. She don't want to hear the shit. She don't want to take no personal responsibility for anything. No, it's them messing with me. Everybody is not messing with you. Even the shit where Dream Dog told her was like, if if y'all ever try to jump Bree, it's gonna be a problem. She never said it's 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 own for you or it's it's all it's own is popping for you. She never said that. Like white women always lie so they could be a fucking victim. Yep. Like and that's how you were... never was like me and you gonna have beef if blah blah blah. She just said if y'all ever try to jump my friend and I'm there, I'm gonna jump in, which is the yep. bitch common sense. Right. That's reasonable. In well, I won't say anybody, but most people will jump in if their friend is getting jumped. That's just. Like you said, common sense, but and that's how and that's why I say, um, what what who's that I was talking about, about Rachel Dolezal not being a real bitch? And I said it last week, Mariah Lynn ain't no real bitch because how fast we retreat into whiteness when we not getting our way. Yeah, she went full white woman. You never have my back, so bitch, Mm-mm. you always fighting. How many times can I have one bitch back when she's always taking the 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 shitty way out of situations? Like for real, you got the situations you created. You trying to be a superstar? You can't stop fighting. You don't have no redeeming qualities. None. So you not cute. Be on your best fucking behavior and learn how to fucking carry yourself like a white person of privilege. Because and that's why it it, and that's what it still blows my mind because Remy told you exactly what the fuck to do. 
Now, granted, Remy can't get her own shit together, but that's a whole different conversation. But in this instance, Remy told you exactly what to do. Change your image. Stop with all this ghetto girl. I've watched BAPS every day from, <laughs> you know, 2000 to 2005. I got that for my DR too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Bl- dye your hair black. Slick that shit back. Change your image. Get some fly clothes. Stop trying to dress like a fly girl. And you will be on and popping because that's a lane that nobody is in. There are no women that rap that look like that. Every now and then they may look like that for a look, but that's not their style. Now, I don't know if it's going to work because you're not a pretty girl, but that's neither here nor there. But it would be better than you doing this. Right. It would be better than this little ghetto cabbage patch doll shit you're doing. It it would it it so would it. I mean, I would take I um, well, I would take half. I would take a fourth of a look if you look the way Remy described versus what you're doing right now. Because I don't care about no white girl with no ugly ass blonde braids with no kitty litter ass titties. I don't care about that. White women wear wigs, but a white woman wearing a wig that look like a black woman's wig is annoying to me. Like it don't look like, right. I feel like Mariah Lynn tries too hard to be not white, and that yeah, like, it's classic. We'll, I, it's we'll classic. It's not even that. It's classic. I bounce on black dick, therefore I am not white. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's all it is. Because Rachel, that's Rachel Dolezal is a scammer, so that's a different lane. That's but true. Mariah Lynn's case, it's classic. I didn't grow up in an affluent neighborhood i grew up around a whole bunch of niggas and mexicans and dominicans and whatever else i've decided that i like doc dick of color versus white dick therefore i am not a white girl that's exactly what the fuck mariah lynn gives and the reason why your shit don't pop because that shit is not authentic we don't care we've seen it multiple times we never like the shit so you being a 50 millionth bitch doing it is not working in your favor bitch build like a straw we got Iggy Azalea the fuck out of here. We don't want no parts of that bitch. She went and bought a whole new black woman's body. She did. And everything else. And we still and don't give that only, the time of day. Not only that, Iggy Azalea had the white power behind her. And we still got her the fuck out of here. We had a cosign from T.I. And we was like, fuck you and her too. You th- The story she was a motherfucker. You and them big words and that bitch and that big fake ass can go kick rocks. Yep. We don't Take want that bitch part. all the way back down under. Let me tell you something. If you want a good example of a white rapper that know they white and act like who they are, fucking Eminem. Eminem got where he is because Eminem was not trying to sound like Jay-Z. Nope. Okay? Eminem was not trying to be black. Eminem was like, I'm trailer trash. My life fucked up. My mom an alcoholic. I want, I'm going to kill my baby mom. All kind of shit. He was white. And he he stood in his whiteness. He that stood in his whiteness. Not trying to act like a rap rapper. And had Dr. Dre right there next to him the whole time. And never once did we feel like Eminem trying to be black. Right. That nigga, that motherfucker just wrap his ass off. Exactly. Even though he's crazy than the motherfucker. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Machine Gun Kelly, too. He another one. Motherfucker. Look white, act white, rap white. And yes, white rappers who act white and recognize they white and don't try to be black have a certain sound. Motherfuckers all sound like they do acid and crystal meth. Mm-hmm. It's true, but staying yeah. up, but that's your lane, and you perfect your lane, and it's, instead of trying to veer in cars and make a mockery of the shit. Yep. 
And that's Mariah Lynn's problem. That's why she don't pop. Nobody cares. Only thing popping is them hard ass titties. Them kitty litter ass titties. Oh, girl. Kitty litter titties. <laughs> them titties make me. Them titties make me sad. Them dude. Them shit's gotta be hard, like one of them scratching posts for the cat. Them titties. Fun at them hard ass titties. Oh, Christmas ornament ass titties. Them titties definitely filled with formica. <laughs> them some build a grade ass titties if I've ever seen them. Definitely got uh ready mix cement in them. <laughs> Definitely. Hard in the motherfucker boy. Those so yeah, I mean DD test. DJ self told her what she needed to hear, but in typical fashion, she didn't want to hear it and she stormed <laughs> off. White woman in place. You don't have my back on. Be done with Gwenin. And I'm like, I mean, you should be done with Gwenin because Gwenin. Sound like a white Sealy. Never part. Nigga said she sound like Miss Sealy. (laughs) Mike, (laughs) you a terrible nigga, man. (laughs) Miss Whitey. Yeah. Like okay, I'm through. You done now? Yeah, you ain't started shit. The thermometer. The fuck we talking about, bitch? You ain't even that you ain't even at the goddamn starting line. What are you talking about? It's more done in a champagne marinated turkey. Mm. Bitch, you is done. The thermometer been popped on you, bird. Get your ass on up out of here. Exactly. Sucking up all this good black excellent air. Up there, looking, up, up there in that shit looking like Corella Deville and shit. Let's not do that because Corella Deville is iconic and Mariah Lynn. Mariah Lynn definitely looks like one of the discarded. Dalmatians. Cruella was iconic and Mariah Lynn is moronic. It's <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Y'all, what else? I don't even remember what else happened on. That's how uh, I know one of my favorite parts of the show. And this Mike, this Mike's favorite part of the episode, the light in Safari's eyes when he found out that Juju and Cameron broke up. Oh, that shit there. Nigga. It was a little creepy. No, it was it was it was a lot creepy. He's, it's like he he saw dollar signs or some shit like right I it because Juju Juju you is just finding a motherfucker like Juju, Juju was my favorite uh and let me say this real quick Juju has always represented herself as Afro Latina she wanted a few uh that I always have known to represent herself as an Afro Latina never anything else never shunned her blackness none of that. But yeah, I understand why the light went off in his eyes. But boy, she don't want you at all. When that nigga was trying to add Leah Reed for her place, she was like, "Oh no, 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 let's not, let's not, let, let's stick to the task at hand." He was doing a lot, but you saw he changed his tactics real quick. But she shut that shit down. He's like, "Oh no, I, I'm just saying, I, I know where you, I know where you, what you been." Yeah, she told that nigga single, no mingling. <laughs> Exactly. I'm just saying, you know, like I, I feel like I could be supportive of you because I've been where you are. She was she like, was no, like no. boy, <laughs> get out my face. That nigga got a crush on Juju, though. You could tell. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he can't be blamed for that because shit, I have a crush on Juju. Yeah, I do got a crush on Juju. That she... is one beautiful ass woman. She is easily like top three most beautiful out of all the franchises. Yeah, I, I yeah. honestly think it's her and Amara La Negra. Like, those yeah. are two be- stunningly beautiful women. I don't care what complexion they are. They are... Yeah, because... Uh, we gonna get to that beautiful woman in a little while. Yeah. Yes. That, that <laughs> cocoa on their skin. 
like the shit looked like silk. It looked like satin sheets or something. Mm-hmm. Like you just damn, what's this? Velvet? Ooh. That's exactly what they look like. They yeah. look like mm. yeah, they, yeah, they do. They are everything. They are uh, beautiful. I don't remember. There was that uh, one scene snooping that damn snooping that damn horrible ass shoe release part. First of so, all, shout out Snoop for getting the shoe for being nothing more than a recovering drug dealer. Okay, I wanted to make sure because I was like, what does what does Snoop do to be having a let's, shoe? Like, let's let's be honest, Snoop hasn't done anything since the wire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I wanted to make sure. I was gonna ask. I was like, okay, y'all must have receipts that I'm unaware of because no. last time I checked, the only thing Snoop has done is the wire, and then she decided she went the brat route and was girly for a photo shoot. Outside yeah. of that, Snoop has done absolutely nothing. Snoop is one thing I can say. If if anybody on that show has lived the life that they rap about or talk about, it's probably Snoop. Absolutely. Snoop caught a, a, a really big drug charge some years ago. And by the graces of God, she beat the shit, but she definitely was selling a lot of heroin and not not on the corner. She was like the distributor. She was like the connect. So that's why Snoop played her part in The Wire so good, because she lived the life. But other than that, Snoop hasn't done anything to warrant getting a shoe. Nope. Like, and it wasn't even a fire shoe, if I remember correctly. No, it was trash. Was I love Snoop, but it was trash. Like, is it, like, what was it? Is it like Laces for studs? I didn't understand. I didn't okay. get it either. It looked it, it looked like when you play when you first start your career in 2K and you ain't got no money, you just get the generic shoes. <laughs> but let me say this. Let me really quick. I just want to say this. That whole the whole thing when they do their creep squad legion of fuck nigga whatever it is that they do and they all get together and somebody comes in, like when Safari came in, he was like, man, I just need some time with my bros and da 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 my bros, my bros, my bros. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know if it's my place to be offended because, yes, she is a stud, but she's still a woman. And I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. That whole thing rubs me the wrong way. I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like. But it's like, because it's like on the one hand, it seems kind of fucked up. But then on the other hand, it's like, it's her choice to be in that environment. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems maybe it's like, just weird to me. It's just I a little like weird. Does identify as a man? Like I truthfully believe that for the sake of not wanting to deal with people misgendering her, that she just says that she's a lesbian. But Snoop has always carried herself like a man, with the exception of that photo shoot. And like even like I've even seen like past interviews, like where she talk about sex and stuff like that. Because she been on a couple podcasts because she do sell sex toys and I'm not misgendering her but she hasn't said that she prefers to be called a guy but she like in like in interviews on podcasts I, I know she had said like she's daddy so I was like you know maybe she just does More male identifying. she doesn't want to deal with like fully transitioning yet or whatever but I do feel like she feel like she wanted the niggas yeah I mean no I absolutely get that I was, I was, maybe it's just it's just weird but I mean hey <laughs> More man than the niggas on that show. Well, and that is actual. Yeah. And factual. <laughs> yeah. She is. Yeah, Mike, Mike said she's the realest nigga on the show. Like, I really think she, she is. Oh, she definitely really got the biggest balls on the motherfucking show. No, she would have beat James R. up. And he deserved it. He, he, yeah, yeah. She would have put hands and feet on that nigga. Uh, I'm really sick of, I'm really sick of broke Bree. Please. Yeah. You, and you know, and you know what annoyed me is because we just rightfully read Mariah Lynn for Phil. But in that situation, 
restarted that whole shit for no motherfucking reason. She did, but at the same time, again, we go back to the part where every battle is not a battle you need to fight. So yeah. Let's just walk the fuck away because not to be funny, Brie ain't making no music. Brie ain't, she, Brie ain't got shit on iTunes. Her, her nickname on this show is Brie the Broke. Brie the Broke. Brie looks, honestly, Brie looks like Bianca's stunt double. Yeah. She does. She looks like a stunt double. Player. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I just realized that that wasn't the same person. <laughs> when you, oh, so, shit. Damn. Oh, for people. Oh, good luck, everybody. <laughs> when it, if it to me it was kind of like the Spider-Man means Spider-Man because Mariah always in some shit and jumping in shit she don't need to and that's how Brie got in this shit with uh, getting dreamed all in the shit so it's like wh- like both of y'all two motherfuckers that need to sit y'all ass down somewhere because y'all always in some shit starting shit with people didn't want to cry victim because every time Brie starts some shit with Bianca she always the initiator and then crying the victim later on so it's like both of y'all are in, in the hierarchy of hands. I was gonna say because Bianca is the one with the super hands, right? Is, yes. Bianca is at the top of the food chain when it comes to hands. Correct. That bitch got yeah, Dragon like, Ball Z hands. Like, yeah. That is she is not I to be trifled with. If you started with Bianca, you can't win, so you end up being the victim regardless. Because you're gonna get <laughs> up every time. You're gonna get beat up. She because Bianca girl. put hands and feet on uh on Drewski's fiance last year, Scott. she put so many yeah. hands feet on on that bitch that they not even on the show this season. Right, Drewski somewhere looking like Earthworm Jim as well. Yeah, <laughs> Bianca threw the grilled cheese at her. Nah. Oh, that was uh, that was when the sky bitch threw the bread at her. Yeah, yeah. picked it up. Was like, I make myself a peanut butter and jelly, bitch. You ain't said nothing but a word. <laughs> make your enemies your footstool. Chicken noodle soup with a grilled cheese on the side, bitch. Who you think you talking to? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that was all I had for yeah. love and hip hop. Yeah, we squeezed a lot more out of that than I was expecting, but it was still dry as hell. Yeah, yeah it was. We we made it more exciting than it actually was. Right. So. You know what? That's really it. It's more exciting to talk about the little bit of shit that does happen than to actually watch it. Yep. So that's you bad as fuck. Thank us because we definitely turned the shit up more than it really was. Correct. You're welcome. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. Meryl kiss. <laughs> uh, so where are we heading to now? Uh, you want to catfish? Yeah, let's laugh at that catfish. Uh, catfish. <laughs> back. Woo! back. First of all, let me tell you something. In the previews for catfish, Neve and Max said that they thought that catfish would have died out by now. But people are getting fooled more than ever. And you know what? When I saw that, I at first I was like, ain't no way. But then I said, hold on. Let me pump the brakes. Because when you think about it, most of us have been on Twitter since what? 2009, 2010. It's 2018. And motherfuckers are still on there scamming and lying and, and catfishing on Twitter. So I was like, you know what? I believe it. Curtis, I'm going to tell you why I believe it. Because back in the day... No, not it was just us, but back in the day, we just had pictures and blurry webcams that never went working because we couldn't get the drivers installed on our computer and shit. That ain't the damn Now, you can go and save people's IG videos, save people's Snapchat, save people's Facebook live feeds, save people's videos on Twitter, go to people's Ustream, take people, people have a thousand images on Instagram. People yep. got pictures on Snap. Like, it's so many ways to take people's identity now 
and it looked yep. like it's you because they people was posting video like Curtis, you was just talking about this. Uh I think XD said it. Shout out to Jada XD. Um, even the way people use the live option on Instagram now, it's like overkill. Yep. Like every little thing. Like you could I guarantee you, you could find a beautiful girl holding a fork in the picture. And somebody say, send me a picture of you holding the fork right now. You go find a picture of a pretty bitch holding one. the fork. Absolutely. And I will I will punctuate that and, and accentuate it because I be scrolling through my timeline and I, I bullshit you not every day to every other day, at least one of the niggas that I follow is posting a this is a fake page, y'all report this page for me. It be it be they be on Instagram posting about somebody had made a fake page of them on Facebook. Like everything you said is absolutely the God honest truth because that's it every day. Like if you look good enough, you have a big enough following. And it's usually well, I won't say usually because I don't I don't I mean I mostly follow dudes because creep and gay. But <laughs> you're doing amazing, friend. Damn right. But um I'm sure it's the same thing with women, but a lot of those dudes be like, Don't fall for this. Like this dude is taking my pictures and created a fake profile, trying to get y'all to pay for a fake cam session and scamming people out of news. Like so we say all that to say as far fetched and impossible as it may seem. If you get on your any of your social media feeds on the daily, the shit happens daily. So it, it it makes perfect sense that it's happening and it's just blown up because it's on MTV. But it's no different than if you scroll your Instagram feed and one of your Instagram followers is like, hey, y'all report this page because they're trying to take my identity. It's the yeah. same shit. Yeah. And then you put yourself and you start thinking, OK, what is that person doing with this identity? Scamming people out of news. Trying to scam money out of people, like it's the same thing. It's just I'm, not on MTV. I'm if I, I I'm a I'm a pretty decent looking motherfucker, but if I was like Instagram model fine, I wouldn't mind a bitch using my picture to scam as long as they sent me a portion of the proceeds. <laughs> See, like, not do <laughs> now you know good and damn well scammers are selfish as fuck. They, if y'all scammers were so fucking selfish, I wouldn't even mind some of y'all theatrics. Right, like if, if you at least if, jump in a motherfucking DM, like, hey girl. Hey boo, hey nigga, I've been using your pictures. Listen, let's keep this shit going, baby. I'll cash out the part of the proceeds. We'll split the shit 70 30 because I'm doing the leg work. Right. Listen, I'll be down with the shit. Now, see, my black ass would be like, no, we we split it. I would be like, we split it 50 50 because you got to take the pictures that I already uploaded. So, ain't no way in hell you doing all the motherfucking work, bitch. You want some feet pics? What you need to get these, these right. motherfuckers up out their cash? I got you. Shit, what they asking for? I need to get a specific kind of um you want apron. Days paper? Got you. <laughs> you want to say your name in the video? Got you. Yeah, what you tell them your name was, boo boo? Like it's just it's I, so I could believe it. But anyways, the this catfish wasn't super like oh my god, but it was funny because it speaks to how lonely a lot of people are i mean first and foremost it was a it was a curveball in the beginning first of all yes let me tell you something when you are so in need of love and jumping from one relationship to the next that your teenage son call neve and max to read you for motherfucking filth about your online escapades Listen, Maybe. no, when you when you get to the point where Neve and Max have been called into your situation and you have to take Neve outside and confess to him that you, too, 
are a catfish. Before they even get to figuring out who catfishing you, you have mm-hmm. to you have to admit that you are a catfish. And and created the catfish to try to stalk your ex. Like they were blown away. They were like, bitch, what the fuck? Was motherfucking terrible. Say what, Candace? You broke up a little bit. Her wig was terrible in the mouth. Oh, her her wig needs to come off. Her wig needs to come off. She need to throw that shit in the trash. That wig was bad. That's why she chose a picture of a bitch who was bald headed (laughs) with a fade. With a fade, with a pixie cut up in this bitch. Cause that wig, that wig definitely looked like she she has vacuumed it up at least five times. And she had to open up the, the cylinder. You know how much oil and oil sheen you got to put on the wig for it to get greasy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, baby, as somebody who didn't have my fair share of wigs, a synthetic wig can withstand all. Okay, a synthetic wig can stand on its own. That's a, that I was like for that wig to look that oily, baby. You've been putting uh, you've been putting Duke on that wig. You sh- straight up blue can. <laughs> that shit was a mess. But her own son called her son. Was tied he was in fed relationship up. Relationship to the next. He, he was, was fed the fuck up. He, he was like, like even makes my mama wild. He's I'm can like, you help? He all but said, "I wish this bitch would stop chasing all this internet dick." I... Oh, he, he, <laughs> he definitely said that. that. He like, read between the lines. Not on the internet because my mama thought on the internet. Like I, I want to get some. I want to get me some pussy off the internet, but I got to fight with my mama and shit because she always on the goddamn internet trolling for dick. Listen, he was he was fed the hell up. He was like, I need y'all to help me right now. Now, right now. Because his mama she then then come to find out she getting catfished by a nigga she used to date. She getting catfished by her old work. What the fuck? Getting catfished by a nigga that have you you catfishing your old work and getting catfished by your old work. And your old work is you is catfishing you in a group that he made with other niggas where they use the same picture of the catfish nigga. But no, 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 we have to give our roses to the nigga. What was the nigga's name? Uh, Don Talius. Tally boy, Don Talius. We have to give our roses to Dan Talius because when Neve called his uh his homegirl called Neve and his homegirl called him, he showed up to the hotel like where these niggas at? Right. Clear this shit up right the fuck now. That nigga was waiting outside the Howard Johnson. Like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> what you say, Mike? Mike can't say something. What you say, Mike? Uh, Mike said he was at the airport waiting. Uh, right, he was. He was at that hotel. Like, no, nah, uh, I ain't going out like this. <laughs> I don't know who you motherfuckers are, but nope. They probably sent him a picture of the bitch. He was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna clear my name. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He saw that wig. He saw that wig. He saw that wig and was like, oh no, baby. Nah, he was like, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to do this. He said, Nah. He said, I pull, I pull bad bitches. I don't pull bad built bitches. Fuck that. He said, Bad bitches, not bad wigs. It's a difference. And y'all gonna, y'all gonna put some respect on my name. <laughs> oh man, you took the words right out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck y'all not gonna do is say, I'm out here, I'm out here working with that. No, nah, no, 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 not today. Not now, not ever. Right. That nigga I'm, was like, fuck that. And then this nigga talking about he been in jail and shit. No. No, Charlie. No. Uh-uh. He was like, this is a part of my life we just ain't gonna talk about, but I ain't catfishing that. No, that was that was the old work that said that. The real oh, yeah. Dan Talley, I don't, I mean, he looked like he been in jail, but that's why I, nigga we don't know. Discuss it, because he never been in jail. Nigga talking about that's a part of my life I don't want to discuss. That's because you've never been in jail, nigga. 
Oh yeah, yeah, y'all right, nigga. I just, <laughs> I just, he, he, you, you right, cause we had to give him his flowers, cause nigga, yeah, we had to give him his flowers, cause that, that's some real nigga shit to show up. That nigga called MTV Studios like, where are these niggas? I need the address. Right. We're gonna clear this up right the fuck. Yes, I will sign the waiver. I will be on the program for 15 smooth seconds to right. clear he, my name. Right. I'm gonna go to the McDonald's and get a McFish <laughs> <laughs> and a McRib, and I'm gonna go home. Because <laughs> you know that nigga eat filet of fish. He look it. I know, yeah. right? You, you know that. You, he, no, that nigga eat the double filet of fish. <laughs> You know that motherfucker got high cholesterol. You just know Ooh, that nigga eat, eat fillet of fish and drown it with some Hennessy. Right. You know, you know we owe because they never brought back the double fillet of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Y'all, because I know, because y'all remember when the when the McRib first hit, they was giving you the Coca Cola glass with it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mike talking about they had to give you something because you almost died trying to eat a McRib. No, nah, they didn't give a fuck because then they decided we're not going to give you a Coke glass. We're going to give you another McRib for a dollar. Exactly. Put that shit on the dollar menu. But yeah, so, so then yeah. this bitch gets on the plane. She ain't never been on the plane before. They fly all the way to fucking San Antonio, Texas just so her old dick can come out. And that, uh, <laughs> about that whole situation was he came out and was like, I mean, yeah, I'm a cat. I catfish, whatever. Right. He was just so nonchalant with it. He, he was like, nonchalant about it. Like, he, he, like, this nigga really thought he was about to pull this beautiful ass light skinned girl with this pixie cut. Yo, he was just going to be looking like a black ass Shrek. And that was just going to be what it was. Yo, that motherfucker looked. He, like he was awful. about to get Carrie Smith. Yeah. But she don't sound nothing like no goddamn Carrie Smith. The bitch sound like she could barely read. She sound like her. Oh no, but she had a she had a, a specific voice for it. Yeah, that's the part that got me. No, she was changing her voice. Remember? Yeah, she was changing her voice because she showed it off for them uh, before they went. Because yeah. I think they said the same thing. Because yeah, because Neve or Max asked them. They were like, "So what does Carrie sound like?" And she was like, "Oh, she sounds like this." Right. And it was like, "Bitch, what the fuck?" Her son was so disgusted. Her was, son was just like, "I'm so ashamed." <laughs> he was like, "This too motherfucking much for me. I'm tired." You know, and you knew. Said, I got. They asked him, "Did he want to go?" He said, "I got basketball practice. I really." I, He's. I'm I done with it. Right. But like I, like I said, like I said during the pregame, he was done and. And he divest he he pulled back and he was divested from the situation when his mama came out and told him that she was a catfish. He said, "Oh, I'm done. I'm finished. It's over. It's over. It's done." I don't have nothing else. To right? He was I'm like, "I don't support you being a cat bitch. What the? Are you stupid?" He was like, "Look, I called these niggas because I'm thinking you getting catfish. You mean to tell me your motherfucking ass out here catfishing too? If you don't get the fuck, got me out here looking the fuck stupid. Stupid, right? Don't have me out here looking the fuck stupid." And you should not have to tell your mama that, but apparently you do. Damn. And he, she yeah. looked like the kind of mama. She looked like the type that was so consumed with that with that online relationship. She don't be cooking. She probably be <laughs> leaving his ass after basketball practice and shit. He got to walk home in the rain. Right. He was fed up. He was trying to get his mama back. He was trying to get his life back. She don't right. come to none of his games. Right. Hell no. Nah. She she up here being a parent like Drea. Oh shit. 
Too I don't far? know. Okay. Cool. She looked like she'll at least make some real mac and cheese. <laughs> as long as the EBT hit that month. <laughs> That's true. That's that that is extremely fair. That's extremely fair. Mike but yeah, about he wouldn't trust nobody fool with a wig like that. That also too is extremely fair. <laughs> I mean, from the outside, yeah, we're from the outside looking in. Of course, we ain't gonna trust that shit. But you know, that's her son. He grew up. I mean, I don't know. I ain't gonna say I don't trust it because uh, I know a lot of I know a lot of fat aunties who hair always be fucked up, but they can cook. You know what? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of times. Your family members that can cook, they usually can't dress or they have bad hair. Yeah, that's that's usually the gist of it. Like, you know, we human. We can't have everything. No one person can't have it all. Yeah. yeah. That's you got to be fucked up in some way. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we I mean, granted, you know, her wig, that's definitely a Chilligan's Island wig, but, you know. <laughs> Golly, that, damn. That ain't no damn puppy. <laughs> Speaking of, when they went back and did they check in, and yeah. she had them damn braids wrapped around her forehead, I was like, "Girl, up, up there looking like up there looking like a neo soul cover, nigga." I was like, "The braids." I was like, "What is this? 1998? Why are they on your forehead?" Listen, Whew. and I don't give a fuck what nobody say. After them two found out they was catfishing each other, they fucked that night. Oh yeah, they got back together. I'm they got back together, together, but they got back together that night. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, yeah, you ain't man. gonna tell me she didn't Uber her ass right back over to his house to get some right. of that that old thing. When that when motherfucking when he came out there, she started breaking down and crying and shit. She was like, oh 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 okay, you yeah we gonna we gonna recount this thing tonight. Soon as the, me even Max Lee, we gonna get this shit cracking. Yeah. Oh, we talk every day. We trying to rebuild a friendship. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Friendship. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to rebuild a friendship with this friendly ass nigga that had four babies all on you? Exactly. <laughs> Not one or two or three. Four. Four. Quattro. That nigga said she cut my clothes up. That nigga was like, I mean, yeah, I had these babies on her, but she didn't have to do me like the emotion video. Right. And pour bleach on my clothes. I was like, "Are you? Are you? Oh, this is why I don't know." But see, this is why we say men are trash because y'all don't even know how to draw parallels. That nigga, hey, hey, when that nigga said that, all I could think of was like, "I'm um, like, okay, but did you die, my nigga? Like, I don't what. <laughs> like, did like, you? Because based on what you came out the house dressed in, honestly, she probably did you a favor by putting bleach on them clothes. I mean, and cutting up them shoes. <laughs> I mean, you came out there dressed like a gym teacher, so I mean. I don't, I don't and know. And that's being generous. That nigga looked terrible. Really do. So I mean, I don't. That know. nigga came out there dr- looking and dressed like a goddamn booger. <laughs> with a booger with glasses. The mucinous commercial. Correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that shit was funny. I was like, oh, so y'all just gonna throw a curveball in the beginning, right? I don't know how I feel about them trying to include Neve's wife and everything. We don't really need that. We don't need a third. We don't need a third. Um. <laughs> Let's let's go a step further. We don't need you guys to keep trying to prove that he's not bi or whatever because right. we don't care. We don't care, okay. honestly. Like I'm not even trying to be funny or insensitive, but we really don't care, and it's really none of our business, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And we still gonna make the jokes. Like I'm still gonna joke that Neve is picking gray hairs out of his teeth after you know after he's, when he's on after he's been on the road with Max after he eat his butt. 
I see. Speaking of, I see my nigga Max Steele is not here for the bullshit. I ain't watched Catfish in so long, but Max is still not the one nor the two. Yeah, Max don't play that whole shit. No, correct. That's why they be. That's why Neve does everything. Oh, you want to? You have a confession? Uh, come on, I'll talk to you because Max. Max, Max would be like, "Bitch, we leaving. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Max, like, first of all, bitch. I will say Neve's wife. I mean, you know, they wrote her a nice little line about, "Are you sure you should be helping the catfish?" And I was like, you know what? That's fair. That's a fair that's question a, to ask. Yeah, that's yeah. catfish. I mean, your baby father catfish because never mind. Mm-hmm. If them hotel walls could talk. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> good good day. <laughs> that ain't even in everybody. That's a good luck. Those three. <laughs> that's a nuanced good luck. Guys, can we um pause for a second? So I have a quick story, and it is completely unrelated, but. We gonna move on from catfish now because, like, like Curtis said, I know them two ugly motherfuckers fucked that night. Yep, and they together now. They back together. They back together now, and they've been keeping in touch and shit. Cause at the end, he, she was like, "We've been talking. I visited, and they've been fucking." Yeah, he's gonna um, come visit in decent. Okay, girl. All right, girl. That's mm-hmm. your man now. Great. Two ugly motherfuckers in a bag. We deserve right. Each other. Make sure you go to your son's basketball games. The both of you. Right. Yeah. That nigga gonna run off to college and never come back. No, he's gonna be like, I'm done. Uh, so on Christmas or Christmas Eve, I don't remember which one, Mike and I played Uno and we ended up getting into an argument because (laughs) because niggas don't know the Uno rules. And when I say niggas, I mean me and Mike. (laughs) And we had to end up looking at the instructions and shit on how to play. And in true nigga fashion, we was playing however the fuck we felt like playing. And we had made up all kind of rules and shit about how the shit could go. And if you put down the draw two and I put down the draw two, now you got to draw four. And that is completely inca-fucking-wrecked, inca- right? Today, mm. I saw a screenshot of somebody tweeting the official count for Uno. Mm-hmm. And the Uno account said, once somebody puts down the draw two, you can't put down the draw four. You have to pick up two cards and you forfeit the rest of your turn. The motherfucker replied, you don't even know how to play your own game. Delete this. <laughs> I saw that. Because <laughs> somebody was like, only a nigga would tell only, the goddamn company they don't know their own game. Only a nigga. The shit, when, that's, when I read that motherfucker say, you don't even know how to play your own game. Delete this. <laughs> <laughs> it was the delete this that took me down. I was yeah, like, are you serious? <laughs> Somebody else, see, I was cheating. Right. Because you know that that screenshot gonna come up the next time he play. Oh, you got a draw two. Well, here's a draw four. They're gonna be like, nah, nigga. Screenshot. Black motherfucking ass. Uno says you need to pick up two motherfucking cards, and it's the next person's turn. Yeah. That nigga's gonna be hot as fish grease. So that was that was my laugh for the day, and I couldn't help but show Mike because black people love to fight over card games. It don't matter what card game it is, we will we fight. Different shit. We will fight over motherfucking card games. Period. Point blank. Listen, they play some shit. Yes, that's why. I mean, to be honest, we will fight over any game. That's true. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, video games. Because I ain't gonna lie. Because I've had many a fight over a video game. I remember on Christmas we used to play spades. We used to play Bidwist, and we used to play a never-ending game of Monopoly. Yep. Let me tell you what motherfuckers will fight over. Motherfucking Monopoly. If you gonna put some money under that goddamn get-out-of-jail motherfucking square in Monopoly. We uh we fights over that shit. Uh, yep. Also, if you, if you have Monopoly on the game system, let me know, because we do have Monopoly. 
and you can play other people online. So keep that in Ooh, mind. I need, to, I need to get abreast of that. We played, um, I talked about this on my show. We played, I have a Game of Thrones Monopoly that I got from Amazon. And so me, Nikki. Just lit up. You got what? <laughs> <laughs> because Mike is the one that got me into Game of Thrones. Uh, and it's I, funny because. I, it, I watched Game of Thrones while I was on maternity leave. It's funny because me, so it was me, Mo, Crystal, and Nikki. And Nikki was the one that got me into Game of Thrones. I didn't even get into it until after season seven had already started. And then I caught up in like a week so that when the second episode, second or third episode came on, I was already caught up with season seven. So quick. Holy So quick. I was like, no, I need to know everything. I need to watch everything. Yeah, I'm Um, probably watching it. The shit not coming back till next year, so I'm definitely gonna rewatch it before then. Like you can rewatch it six times. Look <laughs> it. To be quite the fuck honest, watching the shit, just keep rewatching it. Just every- but yeah, we played yeah. that shit, and uh, it was the same thing. And then, but we did, we didn't, we we did a little bit. You know, uh, we tried to read the instructions a little bit. Somehow, Crystal's ass. This bitch had three dollars and somehow still won. <laughs> Three. She had properties. She had mortgaged out like five of her properties. Had three. I was like, bitch, what the fuck? She was like, oh, I does this. I play Monopoly on the console. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like so Mike and I are looking for a house, and I just want my friends to know that would be you, Taylor, and uh Jeremy and your girlfriend. Uh, we're gonna try to do some type of thing when we get settled in real good and plan around everybody's schedule and see when the weather is nice, get out to Denver and go to the smoke shop and have my mom babysit and just get together and do fun adult things. And that's gonna be good. Be on the lookout for that because I know the weed in Denver is really good because every time my mom is out here and we take her to the smoke shop. She smoke like a piece of joint and like just go dead to sleep. Like, <laughs> as a matter, of shit. One of my one of my friends just moved out there to Denver for, for that very reason for the pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Listen. So yeah, I'm I'm we working on it and have y'all come out and be good to see my friends. It's been far too long or whatever. But let's move on to. Do y'all want to go to Miami or y'all want to go to Black Ink? Let's get let's Black get, Ink out the way. Let's say the best for last. Indeed. So let's get raggedy ass Black Ink out the way because it was kind of dry this week, to be quite honest. It had flashes, but overall, yeah. yeah. Uh, why is you letting the receptionist turn Dickceptionist uh, keep the books? <laughs> even, and I got Dickceptionist from Curtis, and the shit was so funny. Niggas said, that bitch ain't no receptionist. She a Dickceptionist. That's what she is. The bitch don't even know how to work QuickBooks. The fuck? <laughs> Scott said too. Yeah, that's what Scott said too, though. Scott was like, "You don't do nothing but fuck the bet. You don't do nothing but fuck the boss." But uh, I'm just trying to figure out how you letting the bitch keep your books who don't have enough common sense to look for credit card transactions for pending transactions for pending transactions through in the credit cards because you know a nigga like Caesar is using that credit card for everything like wildfire. Everything. Everything. I'm, I am honestly trying to even understand ten thousand dollars in credit card. Credit card. Like, what are you right? Like, for what kind open, of pending no charges? for shops that are already open? Right. Like, that nigga is definitely using the shop money as his personal money right now. He is definitely not handling his business properly because yeah, because you know, that... fucking well he should be paying himself separately and not using the shop credit card. 
Right. Remember, Candace, uh, when when we first uh, started the season, we said we had to put an asterisk by um C's to see if he really wild on a Teddy Bear and a hater. Turns out it's both. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of both. Yep. A bit yep. of both. You you got you got umpteen shops now, right? Three at least three shops. At least three. Four. Four. Because it's two in New York, it's one in Atlanta. Oh yeah, the one in Miami. Oh, I'm not Miami. No, it's Miami. You're right. You're right. It's one or it's somewhere in Florida. Anyway, yeah, you said Florida. Florida. at this yeah. point in the game, why don't you have an accountant? Right. Right. A There's real no accountant. Fucking way your, your like a firm. Your front door greeter should be keeping up. Your brand your ambassador, whatever brand the fuck that means. You're not a fucking <laughs> accountant because an accountant would tell you, sees you shouldn't have $10,000 in company expenses as at owner. one time. Unless you're doing some major, unless it's a startup like remodeling or some shit like that, right? But but it, it if it's for personal shit, it's out of order, and he know he did wrong. But uh, and I I one hundred percent believe that those pending charges was him tricking off on his persuasion on his on his women persuasion and whoever that was in the shop that he was fucking that he was uh heartbroken that she wasn't heartbroken. Right, she was just like she was like nigga bye. I cannot wait until they start giving a little more airtime to the Atlanta shop because the artists and the people in the Atlanta shop do they not look- give a single butt-naked fuck about nope. what the fuck sees beyond. They is nope. trying to get to money. I love Southern people. Like, oh my God, I love people from the South because one thing for sure and two for certain, two, you're not finna fuck with their money. And old girl was like, okay, we can't fuck no more. All right, shit, bitch, I'm still trying to get my coin. I'm not right. going to argue with you and get she my was, She was absolutely, she's like, I know you don't think you're the only dick I'm bouncing. I'm like, nigga, please. He like, right. that's it. You right, he was. She like, see you later, babe. He was expecting her to be broken down like somebody in a Tyler Perry movie. And she was like, he okay. He was expecting now. her to act like Kitty Desperate Ass. Oh, well, right. there you go. <laughs> there you go. But can we pause real quick and let me say this about C's. I want you to stop acting like you have made a voluntary choice not to have sex for 30 days. When and you take your antibiotics, bitch. When, when that, those are doctor's orders, all right? You have a fucking UTI. <laughs> Ignorant ass bitch. I had an in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. The impasse is your fucking prescription, nigga. We not stupid. Niggas get UTIs every day, B. We know how this shit work. Nigga said, I need to come to Jesus. Definitely. Listen, I got them, I got the rich dollars. I got diabetes. So I already know what happened when your diabetes out of whack. You get a UTI and a kidney infection real quick. So you ain't that you ain't telling me shit, nigga. Talk about 30 days. I, I just want to get my life together. No, bitch, that prescription say you gotta get your life together. Yep. How we know how we know it's gonna take 30 days to get his life together. Because the bottle says so. Because the, the bottle, bottle says, says so. Take this whole prescription. And take the entire bottle. I guarantee you he had to take antibiotics for two weeks and then he can't have sex for another yep. two weeks after. Like, nigga, we know what the instructions on the Z-Pack are. Get the fuck out of here. We know the game, bitch. Shit. So I had to get they that off my to... chest because he was aggra- every time he said that shit, it was aggravating me. I just, I'm trying, I, I'm trying to eat, pray, love. No, you not, nigga. Nigga, think he do you, Roberts. You trying to take that fucking prescription on and you make sure it's not on an empty stomach. stomach. Shit. Fucking great mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, nigga. Yeah, I, mean, I was really, I was really fucking annoyed with him, but I, like moving past that, so he made Sky stay in New York and manage 113 because they ran melanie out the shot over some money that was not fucking missing 
And we said last week, like, who the fuck don't check the books? Apparently, Sky C's. ran and opened her fucking mouth before C's could double check everything because in the beginning of the episode, C's the it. one who checked and was like, okay, Kitty hadn't looked at the pending credit card transactions yet, and there's right. no money missing. But as usual, these motherfuckers only know how to run shit into the ground, so they ran the manager away, who was the one that got the fucking shop together when it hadn't even been remodeled yet, and it was dead rats all in the shop. Right, because she got right. that shit remodeled like overnight. Yeah, She didn't play no fucking games about getting her money, because the bitch knew she owed the IRS all that goddamn money. That's mm-hmm. why she was trying to get the shop back open. <laughs> Now right. the bitch living in the trailer park cutting up fruit, but don't got no electricity to make the fucking goddamn stove don't work. Like what the fuck? Listen, when Scott came over to use the bathroom, the bitch had to let the bathroom out. I thought when that when that noise started, I thought the bathroom was gonna like start crushing her because I was I thought, like, I thought, yeah, I thought it was a compactor. I was like, is this bitch about to die on camera? What the fuck? I thought that she was about to suck suck Scott out in the toilet and deposit her out the uh, RV. But I had the same question Sky had because we got a look at that bathroom and Melody was like, oh, you turned on the shower thing. And she was like, bitch, where's the shower at? <laughs> right. the shit was- I had to squat over the toilet just to get in this bitch. Where is there a shower? She got right. Then she going to talk about let's get, let's get comfortable. Oh. Sky was like, bitch, I can't even stand up straight. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Nigga, when I, when I tell you I fucking howl when she said let's get comfortable, I'm like, bitch, where? <laughs> where? 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 <laughs> and where's that baby and that man? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Still Has the baby out. eaten? To piggyback off Curtis from last week. Has the baby eaten? <laughs> they ain't, ain't none of them eating. They in there eating wishes and prayers. <laughs> that was a mess. Oh, but I, I was I was surprised, but not surprised that Melody held fast and was like, I'm not coming back. Fuck y'all. That's how you know she ain't no thief because that bitch needs that job. Right. She needs those coins. And she was like, that still like, fuck y'all. Tattooing out the RV. Yep, but yeah. she ain't got no electricity, so never mind. Oh, you're right. Yeah, she, she gonna have to, to go to. Generator. She gonna have to find one of them like eco pumps. This shit so this shit so offensive. <laughs> that... <laughs> Sky was like, "You got me like this is an empty parking lot in Brooklyn, right? This, this is where you live." That shit. I was like, okay. Well, I, I was like, it like, makes sense to be in Brooklyn because. Shit, you fuck around and be in Queens or somewhere, they gonna come break in and kick y'all asses out and steal that RV. I, I know, right? But uh, yeah, I'm like, I, I like, I, yeah, she, you could tell, yeah, like you said, can she? That's how you know she ain't steal shit because she like, she know damn well she owe money and she like, nah, I ain't coming back to this shit. But that, you know what? What I got from that also is that that was that I already have some uh, some. I got the job lined up. Yeah, yeah. I already got something else in the works. That was what that was. Right. You know, all shade aside. Yeah, right. Cause, cause Scott was begging like a motherfucker so she could get back to Atlanta. Melody was, like, was like, "We'll pay you triple." That bitch was like, "No." She was like, "No." I know. Going back to the street cup scheme. <laughs> 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 hey, Curtis, get off this goddamn podcast. I, I knew you. Know. I knew you were finna say it too. I knew. <laughs> you can't seem to act right. I didn't act enough today. <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting for him to say it too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I still maintain that she should Melody should have put hands or feet on goddamn Donald. Absolutely. Melody, uh, listen, you need to catch that bitch and just run over with the RV at this point. <laughs> yep. Shit. Cause, Cause, might as well not even break a damn sweat. 
Because I mean, because I mean, nothing of value. Because that RV ain't ain't it ain't good for shit else. You might as well run the bitch over. Right. I mean, y'all ain't got warranty on that motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> what's a warranty? <laughs> that motherfucker should be covered under the lemon law. <laughs> Absolutely. That is a lemon. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out who do you call. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, you, I'm like, like but it's like. Do you call a mechanic? Do you call a, an electrician? Do you call? <laughs> you call, do you call Geico? Do you call a shade tree mechanic? Look that shit up. <laughs> now who the hell you call? <laughs> you call? You call a you nigga? Know what? You know what? No, you can't call a shade tree mechanic because shade tree mechanic come. They like to fuck up your toilet, and they don't have the real estate for that. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga gonna come fix the electricity, and then the toilet gonna be fucked up. No, right. And then he gonna fix the toilet, and then the fucking stove ain't gonna come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> then if he fix the stove, you ain't got no goddamn headlights in the motherfucker. And where's the refrigerator? I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> the motherfucker was a goddamn hunched over. When she said, let's get comfortable, they went to the window and the motherfucker's guy was hunched over, crammed up like a motherfucking sardine. <laughs> I have a lot of fucking questions about the situation and the inside of that RV. Listen, I have a lot of questions. Listen, they ain't on a payment plan or nothing. But... So then, of course, Sky went back to the shop and told it because that's what they do. Of course. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Right, and then and then pick and then <clears throat> then when C's when when C said that the money ain't really missing, why you know at the end of Sky Shade and Kitty, they was like, so I, I can't remember somebody, I can't remember who said it because I couldn't decipher their voice, but they did put it in the little caption. So somebody asked about Melody and Donna motherfucking, and they turned to Donna and was like, oh, Donna, you were the one that said she stole stole the money, and Donna asked was like, I mean. So what? I lied or I didn't tell the truth or whatever, but fuck it. That bitch deserved it. I'm like, you really, right. like Anna said, you really a, a jealous ass, conniving, evil Just ass. Just a hater. You a hater. You, right. you a hater with bit block teeth. First, because first she said last week, I don't need proof. I put, I could just put two and two together. Well, apparently, bitch, you can't, you can't get your teeth or your math right, and then just gonna double down and be like, I mean, shit, I don't care. She should, she shouldn't have been a bit a bitch to me. Like motherfucker, you cause somebody to lose their job or quit on their job when they needed it over over some petty bullshit that you ain't had no receipts for. You need your ass beat. So first and foremost, I finally figured out what Melody. I'm uh, not Melody with uh. Donna. Yes. With Donna ish, or so that's, or who Donna is? You know who Donna shaped like? Donna is <laughs> Donna is shaped like Adele. Hey. Curtis, too much. I felt like it was spot on. You know, Curtis. Curtis, I, I I love you, bro. I really do. Like, don't nobody else love you. I do. I just want to know sometimes, but I just want to know sometimes what the hell is wrong with you. <laughs> I don't hear nobody pointing out no lies. So whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is. So if Adele was missing a tooth, it would be <laughs> from the hey. neck down, at least from the neck down. So if so if it did look like you know what I'm not gonna mention that. Oh, you know what I will say that <clears throat> I will say that Donna looks like a certain um, 
person on black Twitter that is shaped like a waterbed, and that's all I say. Um, moving on. That's a lot of candidates. So, uh, well, oh. the, the one that got a no shade, shade, but you know. Oh, mm, good luck, everybody. <laughs> good, good to hear. Looking. But anyway, I had to get that out the way. She, I don't know what she was doing, and she was wearing something floral, and I was like, "This bitch look like a deer. She shaped like a deer from the neck down. She was looking like a, she was looking like a deer flower. She was absolutely looking like hello. In me, I ain't got no teeth. So speaking of Donna and teeth. And ain't got no. Listen. So this bitch had a. She was on featured on a whole investigative, whole ass segment news. on the news. Whole her roommate went news. to the news and was like, "Help me, Harold or Howard yeah. or whatever." Harold. It was Harold. This bitch don't play. This bitch don't pay no bills. She ain't pay no rent. She tanned up my shit. Talking all the window shit. broke. Talking all that shit about Melody and come to find out, well, <laughs> well, actually, bitch. <laughs> well, actually, she come in. And, oh, oh, she lying. Da, 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 da. And Teddy was like, "I feel like Donna lying." <laughs> yes, Teddy was like Donna lying. He was like, "No, nah, she lying." <laughs> and we, so we said the same thing because we was like, "So she lying about you not paying no bills, and it, but she lying about everything except you doing physical damage to her property." Right, something in the milk ain't clean, bitch. The, like everything else, she lying about, but that's the one thing you do admit to. And then, you oh, well, she locked me out, so I had to break the window. First of all, that's not how that works. Right. First of uh, all, you are not allowed to sublet anything in New York without the landlord's permission. So, bitch, you've been paying this woman in cash with not a single motherfucking receipt in sight. That mm-hmm. don't make sense to me. I listen. It's a reason why people don't accept cash for rent. If they are if they are on the up and up, because they need to be able to document it. Yep. Because they have to pay taxes on rent money. <laughs> so this woman taking cash from you and you don't have no proof of it. Bitch, listen, I'm putting money order in hand, if anything, from my bank. So my bank can tell me that the money order got cash. I yep. want to be able to track it. Y'all <clears throat> just be lying like shit. That bitch ain't paid no rent. She owe that woman all kind of money and we all know it. <laughs> And we all know it, because mm-hmm. if because it, it ain't no she would not have gone and got the fucking news involved if she didn't owe her some money like whole exactly. ass news because it's not like she came to the show now she went to the news and it just had so happened that right. it ended up on the show but she and went it, to the whole ass news the whole news like that's a that sounded like an established segment on the news right. <laughs> Yeah, did. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing new. They didn't. They didn't create that specifically for Black Ink. Like people right. know who Harold. Every city got that investigative journalist. That if some shit go down they and somebody know. doing you wrong with your money or some services, that's who you call because they gonna come get to the bottom of the shit and put their ass on the news and put them on blast. Exactly. Every city has that. Every big city, anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So Donna, whole ass liar with them horrible ass wigs. And that's all. Wigs, teeth. Mouth, body, attitude, everything, everything. The tattoo that she did was nice, but it was nice. She said herself that roses are her specialty, so that wasn't really like a. I was just kind of like, I mean, okay. Yeah, I agree. You know, you doing something that you good at already, right? It wasn't even complicated. It was literally just four roses, or three. Sorry. Um, my favorite part though was the lady showing up to the shop. Listen, she with her daughter in tone. However, and let this be a lesson to all the listeners: if you go nook, 
You got to be ready to book. Because she let Donna get the first lick on her. Because I when I tell you Donna ran across that fucking shop, man, she whooped both their asses. She did. I, I can't gonna be completely talking. honest. She yeah, was both she, asses. Gotta be honest. She did. She like for as soon as they walked in the door, like she she ran past Teddy and just start whoop, just start wailing on their ass. And I was she like, oh, they, the only thing they did was pull her wig off, and the wig wasn't secure anyway, so that wasn't even no feet. Exactly. And so you, Walt was like, I bet you you wish uh, Harold was here to help you now. So, <laughs> I was like, shit. Walt just. Walt just that nigga like like you and Lexus say that well, he just there to keep shit going. <laughs> yeah, he just a messy ass shop negro. It don't matter what kind of shop, beauty shop, and this nail shop. Walt got everything shop. to say for a nigga who don't be paying his own child support, but that's another conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are usually the most chattiest, the chattiest of the patties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what else happened? Uh, I think that's it. Worth noting. I can't think of nothing else. Yeah, I think that was. I think that was it for me. Yeah, cause young oh, Bay. Oh wait, uh, I'm trying to understand how you got a man that's buying you puppies and shit when you don't even have your own place. So I, I like it just popped in my mind. I fully believe this woman because how you bring a dog into somebody else's house where you just rent a room? Well, oh yeah, because remember where is that dog? Puppy. Where is that puppy? With with the with the uh boyfriend who probably got his own place. That he won't mm. let Donna come stay at. You're right, not you about s- to be buying me dogs because when you buy somebody a dog, that's usually because that's gonna be the couple's pet. Like y'all live together or some shit. Right, or getting ready that's, to. Or getting ready to. This man buying you dogs when he could have got he could have got you a motherfucking lease. Right, he could have got you a key. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It would have been way cheaper than a dog and required less fucking cleanup. But he was like, nah, girl. Cause he hit that smooth like let's just wait let's just slow down here let's wait a while Donna's IG before about Cleveland stand up guys let me be really 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 clear about so first off to people who are not from Cleveland when people ask you where you from you're not from Cleveland because people tend to not know the su- the suburbs right yeah it's just like if you say certain places right outside of Atlanta people would just be like oh I'm from Atlanta. Oh, I'm from Houston, but it's small areas outside of Houston that you don't consider Houston. Absolutely. Donna is not from Cleveland. (laughs) Donna is from a a middle to middle upper class, predominantly black suburb called Bedford Heights. So when I saw her on uh, Instagram talking all that Cleveland stand up shit, I was like, girl, huh? what are you doing? What What are you saying? That's kind of like like when people say they like Ain't that how when people say they from Long Island or some shit, be trying to act like they from the worst parts of New York? Right. Yeah. From Long Island. Long Island got the mob out there now, though. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that ain't one of the worst places out there. But no, uh, yeah, it's 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 similar to that. Or they be like, um, or if they say like they from New York City, but they be like from like, uh, like somewhere like outside city limits or something like that. Child, yeah, that's, that's like when you be like, I'm from, from Houston, and you be like. Yeah. You'd be like, yo, you really from Sugar Land. Yeah. Like, that's where the white people live. Hey, Donna, you're from Best Heights, <clears throat> beloved, okay? That's, like, fucking weirdo. Uh, let's move on, because I'm ready to get to the meat and potatoes. Ooh, the yes. stew. So, uh, we fi- we have, we finally got Love and Hip Hop Miami, and it did not disappoint. I feel like Mona been saving the good shit for this, because we know New York is trash, but Miami... 
it came out. I, we in the group chat, we all agreed it was a solid eight overall for opener and nigga. You know what? To be honest, we give Mona her props, but there was no way that Miami was oh, going to flop. Oh, guys. We skipped mm-hmm. a big part from Black Ink. Uh, oh, Kevin, yes. Oh, yeah, shit. We forgot about that. Okay, back it up, back it up, back it up. Yes. Big fish, y'all are messy than a motherfucker. I will not lie. But what I do appreciate is that you guys do not use stereotypical tropes of the LGBT community. You don't make a mockery of them. You don't make a mockery of the things that that community goes through and we saw that with black ink chicago when uh don uh did a piercing on a trans woman and he did not act like a whole fucking weirdo and uh ew ew and like he wasn't transphobic or anything um i appreciate y'all showing the difficulty that um gay black men have coming out to their family members and I am so happy that his father was not what I thought he was going to be. Yeah, because that could have went real left. And you know what? I'm going to be telling my business completely. I I was a little bit triggered because that's a conversation that I need to have with my biological father at some point that I've been putting off. So it, I I have to agree with with Candace's sentiments that it was good to see that and see a father be like, he was like, I mean, what my drink at though? That was about his. That was about his. uh, He was like, he was like, nigga, live your life, but pass, pass the liquor. What the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like that was about as like, uh, you know, that was about as much as you would expect from an old southern black man. Yeah, yeah. not he would. Yeah, I would be more disappointed with London bringing home a white person than being. Like, I wouldn't be disappointed if London was gay. Like, it is, like, so much shit that would disappoint me. My daughter's sexuality is not one of them. Her scamming on Twitter would hurt my whole fucking soul one day. Mm. Her sexuality on Instagram would destroy me. Her bringing (laughs) home a white man or a white woman, I would faint. Her being gay, (laughs) celebrating. Right. Don't bring no cave woman in my goddamn house. I Mm -hmm. mean that. I, I mean that. So, yeah. I... And I like that. And it was punctuated perfectly because uh, he did a fire tattoo. Yes. That, yeah. too, that tattoo was flames. Yeah. Yeah. He he is a really good artist. He was when he came on the show last year. Uh, C's took an extreme liking to him. Like, and he came out and he uh, came out to the shop. Oh, and another last season, he also did a a cover-up tattoo on a trans man. Um, and again, who like whoever's at the top tier of Big Fish, I feel like they are somewhat, t- like, they have ties to the LGBT community because they do not allow homophobia on, I've never seen homophobia on Black Ink or transphobia. Like, right. And if, if it was going to be anywhere, you would think it would be some New York niggas. I don't, I don't even hear them use the F word on, on Black Ink. Nope. Right. Nope. So shout out to them for that. Yeah. So that was a good scene. That was heartwarming. Yes. Yep. Okay. Now we back to Miami. Boy. Miami had all the. There was no. Back to what I was saying. There's no way that Miami was going to flop because it had all the pieces. Like, yes, we give Mona her flowers because they assembled every. Like, they had all the pieces. They had all the lions to form Voltron with Miami. 
and it didn't disappoint. Like it was everything. Yeah. And also, I mean, with it being a premiere, off top, it was gonna be good, right? Because it's the first episode, and we the first time we get to see everything. Right. Every premiere is usually good. Yeah, they gotta set the tone. Right. But yeah, it was a solid eight. Shit. Yeah. Maybe an eight point five, depending on how I would. I'm giving. I'm bumping mine up to an eight point five for two reasons. Number one, and they both have to do with. Amara Lanegra with her beautiful self. Listen. Number one, because after one episode, Sis has already inked a multi album record deal. Secure the bag. And number two, because it has introduced a the 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 discussion of colorism within the Latin community. Now, before y'all uh thumb thugging, start typing real fast and Saying, oh, this ain't nothing. We know it's nothing new, but it's a different story of something being discussed on a large scale and being shown on national TV versus nuanced conversations within the community and on Twitter and, and things like that. Like for a lot of people, that was the first time that they saw that. And so I thought that that I mean, it's, it, it's fucked up and we're going to get to it more in more detail. But I had to bump my rating up for those two reasons. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, I let me tell you something. She went to the buffet and got pretty Ricky fat ass. Um, mm-hmm. I am pleased because now the P and pretty Ricky stands for pound cake. Listen, those is some fat motherfuckers now. The only one that ain't big is what spectacular. One, the one disgruntled nigga, uh, look like baby blue, subvert up out the grave. For sure. For sure. He looked like a fat preacher. Um, I am very, very pleased, honestly, with the exception of Bobby Lights. This and is where I have to take roses from Mona because I am really tired of you uh, throwing the super loud, obnoxious, uh, gay man trope mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. because that is not how every gay man acts. Right. If they feminine or you can't you can't you can't tell by looking at them but everybody does it every gay man does not act like bobby lights or mr ray or zell and it would be all you or jonathan, or jonathan. That's right because i was going to say it would be it would be one man. it would be one thing if like she had a different variety and range of gay men for different seasons you know what i mean but it's literally the same typecast gay man every yeah. season and it's like you don't respect them enough to like, you don't respect gay men enough to like show a range because, like, you don't do this for uh, like, for e- mm-hmm. but even for the gay women on, on each season, you have a different, you know, you have some messy gay women, you have some cool and chill gay women, like, you have a variety of gay women, but it's some, it's something about gay men where it's what like, you other gay women have been like messy to that extent, though. Like, if you look at it, uh, Snoop is not messy, True. uh, Erica Mena is, is crazy but it's because she hispanic it ain't because she gay or whatever she or bisexual she's bisexual you had erica Mena, you had sin you had uh miss nikki and uh rosa costa they wasn't wilding out being typical this this she didn't stereo she doesn't stereotype women mm-hmm. even all of mimi's girlfriends yeah like if they if they were like, wilding out it's because they were dealing with mimi yeah they wasn't super dramatic and shit yeah. Now, so the like, only thing I will say about that is, yes, I feel like they kind of bought into the trope, but at the same time, 
I feel like Bobby Lights is bringing a whole lot to the table himself because of who he is and what he's trying to do. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's amped up even more because of his familial tie to Trina. So let's just get into it. So let's just get into it. So Bobby Lights, we can start there. Okay. So Bobby Lights is uh, a millennial hyphenate. Because <laughs> because when he introduced himself, he had all of these titles: actor and producer and writer, and his YouTube link, dancer and acrobatist, and just he had all these. I do I, I do this and I do and just a lot going on. And I mean, you know, if if sure, sis, whatever. But um, I am not this. <laughs> absolutely a first lady. <laughs> I am not first lady. I am a man. <laughs> but sure, first man. and foremost, so he's very, 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 very fair skinned. However, you live in Miami. I need you to sit out in the sun a bit he's because very pretty. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty boy, and then he you know he he trumps it up with the makeup. He's over the top, dramatic, loud, and has a major chip on his shoulder because he is Trina's first cousin. Now Trina, I don't think we went through the cast. Cause so it so we have Trick Daddy, Trina, Bobby Lights, um, Amaro La Negra, um, Pleasure P, and and the rest of Pretty Ricky by extension, Husky Ricky. Uh, we haven't been introduced to all of the cast yet. You got young yeah. We have. We also haven't been introduced. Is that his name? Who is it? Boy Hollywood or Young Hollywood? Young Hollywood, which we gonna get to his bitch ass in a little while. Yes. Uh, and then it's, um, it's some fair. What's that one? Gun plays on Gunplay. there. Oh, and gun it, and his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Miami tip drill. Now, can somebody correct me if I'm wrong? But tip drill is the one that fell off the pole all them years ago, right? Who is the stripper that fell off the pole? I think so. The diamond. I think so. I'm gonna Google for us. Okay. I think so. So anyway, so yeah, that's most of the cast, and there's more people, but number one, we haven't been introduced to everybody, and number two, um, some of them I. Just don't know who they are. Correct. So starting with Bobby Light. So Bobby Lights comes on the show. He has a major chip on his shoulder because he's a gay rapper trying to make it in Miami. And right. first of all, I, I, not because y'all, because I just want to do one thing. When he was introducing himself to us, and like I said, he like he had like you said all of his goddamn titles in his name, and then he was showing his YouTube music. I just want to uh, say he did the Cardinal Rule. And that you, because he was reading the comments on his music, and do, the well, number one caught in the rule, you never read the comments. Yeah, never read the comments. Never read the especially comments. as a gay rapper, like yeah. a pretty boy rapper at that. It was it was Tip Drill that fell off the pole uh, in 2012, and I remember it because I said she looked like Peter Parker falling when he was tired from being Spider Man when he wore himself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's there on the show. Um, and Bobby Lights, he, like I said, he has a major chip on his shoulder because to wrap it all up, he, he, he's going to yell and scream about what it really is. But what it truly is, he feels like because he's Trina's first cousin, she, she's, well, it's her duty to put him on. Correct. And Trina's like, that's not how this works, beloved. Right. That's not how it works. So go, go ahead, Kurt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you can't use my name to get you fame. You know what? And it's not it's not even necessarily that because nepotism is a thing. We know nepotism is a thing in all industries. 
whether you famous or shit. I work in in oil and gas, and and nepotism is definitely a thing. Um, however, if you wilding and going nuts and making me look bad, then no, I'm not gonna help you. I don't give a fuck how close we are. And as we discussed in the in the group chat, I said the way that Trina and Bobby Lights interact, they have not known each other their whole lives. There's right. no way. And so I believe I saw on Twitter. I don't know if it was true or not, but somebody said that. Um, Trina's uncle, you know, is Bobby Light's father, but she didn't meet him until like I want to say he was like damn near grown. I think she they said she like they met at one of her shows. I feel like the first the the first issue is Bobby Light music don't match up to Bobby Light's confidence. That I mean, that's usually the case with everybody on Love and Hip Hop. So his his music is not that great. Two, you have no type of business acumen. You nope. don't know. You don't know how to conduct yourself. You don't know how to build connections. You come to Trina's events and you get into it with her goddamn assistant. I'm not taking anything from assistants. Please don't take it as that. But if I am an aspiring artist, I am going to get in good with the assistant because you know, just like I know, how many hands Trina's assistant has shaken with other assistants and other famous people. I exactly fucking key you. That her assistant's contact in his fucking phone is pure fucking gold. Absolutely. Especially with Trina being who she is. He is and basically... making appointments. Yes, he making appointments. He's trying to book shows. He getting in touch with the manager. He like he's doing every fucking thing. He knows every fucking body that Trina knows. So why would you be arguing with her gay assistant? Why not try to build a bond there? He don't want Why to be not be sis? Why not be sis? He don't want to be treated because make- he want he want his fucking check, sis. And the thing with Bobby is, and he's sitting there, he has deluded himself into thinking that Trina's assistant wants to be her, wants to be related to her. He doesn't need to be related to her. He's up under Trina damn near 24-7. He's her assistant. If anything, you are jealous of the connection that he has with her. You and that shit is blatantly free. honest. You, you her cousin for free. He not only that, check. you okay. her cousin for free that she barely fucks with. Like you crashed right. her, you crashed her uh, her after party after her performance, and she was already ticked off at that because you were the only motherfucker that wasn't in dress code. Talking about you didn't get the memo. I'm okay, sis. Yeah, and, that's what, and, there, and there's a reason for that. But you knew where the where the party was. Exactly, at. you knew where the yeah. party. You knew where to show up. You knew exactly what room to show up to. And shout out to Trick Daddy for the shade. He was like, this little boy here. <laughs> <laughs> you got that little boy out here. And that's how you know that... He's homophobic? No, I wasn't going to say he's homophobic. <laughs> I'm, although that could be a factor. I was going to say that's how you know that Bobby's behavior is nothing new and they are tired of the shit. Yeah, they tired of him showing out every fucking where. They, like, they Trina, exactly. the clip from like 2012 him getting into the fight with her assistant. Yeah, the fighting with her assistant is nothing new. They said that during the show. Like, and yeah, they showed the clip. Like, that's nothing new. He's always been fighting with that assistant. But even, I mean, as soon as he came in, every everybody knows that Trina is chill. She low-key as fuck. It takes a lot for Trina to turn up. Yeah. And so you come in there loud and boisterous and doing all this extra. The first thing out of her mouth, you are too loud. How you acting like she owe you and you ain't on? And then it looked like in the previews that he's been using her name for promo that she hasn't signed off on. Mm-hmm. 
That is that is that kind of shit to get you taken to court. So he yep. should be family so or not, lucky. first cousin or not, shit. He should be so lucky that they are family, and she apparently does have a heart. Cause baby, I would have sued the Fenty off your fucking face. No me. Mm. That's my that's my uh NC forty three foundation now, bitch. I'm about to use that to contour. You don't got nothing. Nothing. You get nothing. I'm taking all your Mac. I'm taking all your Fenty products. I'm suing you for everything because don't fucking play with my name and my brand. If yep. I and that's what she said. You want me to help you? Come to me serious like an artist who's trying to be... Right. Serious. I'm like, why are you not coming here and being like, I got some new fire tracks I want you to hear. I just want your opinion. Or I just did... I'm thinking about doing this video. I want to get your feedback. Like, you come in turning up for what? You show up to after parties trying to get free liquor. You ain't even showing up with, with like, uh, hey, cuz you at the studio. Can I drop by? I got something I want you to hear. I want to get you or your producer's opinion. This, that, like, you not even trying. You just want to be around for the ride. Right. Everybody around China appeared to be working. That's Ex- what the fuck I can say. Because when they showed up at that after party, them motherfuckers was getting her dressed and prepared to go to the next spot. Yep. Wasn't somebody she- sitting around drinking. And she was like, oh, no, this is this is where your night ends. I was like, well, right. Oh, we going to another spot. She said, oh, no, you're not going anywhere. I hope Trina's not homophobic, but no, she's not. Her cousin is extra than a motherfucker. Yeah, she tired of his ass. Like I said, this is nothing new. Like they showed a clip 2012. That's six years that she's been dealing with this shit. Right. Exactly. I would just like to at least I would just like I agree with everything I said. I would just also like to say her um, assistant. He is not the one nor the two. Nope. No. And apparently ain't never been the that one or the two. Said, I don't know why I'm even sitting at this table with your motherfucking ass. I say, ooh, baby. Because it, I mean, and that's true, because he crashed that's up he crashed he, he crashed that brunch. Now that's first lady, because he meant that shit from his soul. Right. He ain't never played with I'm sitting here with you. I want you to get the fuck away from me. He ain't never played with nobody then he got down like oh and I ain't finna start with Bobby fucking lights. And I wouldn't either. Like if I'm gonna be tried by anybody, it damn sure ain't gonna be no Bobby fucking lights. Exactly. He was like, "Who?" He was like, "Go on somewhere with your lavender." <laughs> Hello. So he crashed that lunch after his, because his friend was going to the lunch with Trina and, and her crew, and for whatever reason, and I don't understand that either. Like if I invite you somewhere, you do not have the liberty to be bringing no plus one, right? Without my, how without telling me. With tip drill weed. First off, bitch, if you don't take on that, if you don't take off that miserable single mom wig you got on your motherfucking head, <laughs> bitch, she looked like somebody auntie. She did. And no, not auntie. She looked like an auntie. Right. I was just about to say. <laughs> she she said that on purpose, listeners. <laughs> she looked fucking terrible. I was like, you going to a lunch brunch like this? Looking like that. Looking like you look. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, you clearly don't give a fuck about nothing in life. Clearly. And so huh, Bobby Light shows up. He still got this gigantic chip on his shoulder. Child. And again, Trina is like, you doing too fucking much. I don't know how else to tell you. So he took it all the way to the extreme because him and the assistant got into it. And what he do? He start throwing drinks. Right. I'm we, a- Copyright pending, patent pending, but I need to get a throw throw hands not drink t shirt made for real. You beat me to it, Ken. I was just about to say that. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all definitely need to get classic on that. Like y'all need to sell that on the website. Yes, we really I will. Are. I will definitely rock one of those because you throwing drinks 
And shout out to Trina and the team around her, because when I tell you mama got out of Dodge quick as fuck, they was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Trina moved like that shit was a blur. Trina moved faster than Sonic the Hedgehog when that when shit started popping off. Listen, they was like, um, what you will not do is put our diamond princess in jeopardy. Right. Uh, Defcon one, um, Jerry, Jerry, move, 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 um, diamond princess to squadron one, please. Copy that. And like Candace said earlier, Trina, Trina really does have a heart because even after all of that, she still went outside. And spoke, and, to him. and spoke to him and so he has this obsession with the word minions because he said the word minions at least 70 million times during the episode and you got your minions and da, 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 da. and she was like first of all you need to take that word out of your mouth these are my these are people that i work with these are my employees these are Listen, my friends I am, I am paying these motherfuckers like and you're right these are also my friends too like you you need to take a chill pill sir right you, you are course. the problem not them Right. He's like, I'm your cousin, and da, 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 da. cousin or not, you should respect me enough as us being cousins, first cousins at that, to if not we be cousins, doing all why of you there. keep bringing drama to my brand? Exactly. Exactly. So I could be on TMZ and shit looking the fuck foolish. Over your dumb ass. Right. Like what family. you're doing is not making either one of us any fucking money. Right. If we family, then why you out here looking the fuck stupid and making me look the fuck stupid in the process? That ain't family. That's what I said. Like everybody, everybody knows how low key Trina is. He, every time you come around, you turn it up, and that's all it is. Because you mad because you feel like he has it in his head that Trina can snap her fingers and he go and he he'll magically have a career. And it's like even if Trina puts some stank on your name and tries to help you out, that doesn't mean automatically mean that you're gonna pop. Exactly. No. And you want Trina to work harder for your career than you do. Exactly. How does that work? Just because she, she she's established. She's worked for her name. She's worked for her brand. Now you have to do the same thing. And right. if he wasn't such a pain in the fucking ass, she might help you out and give you a leg up. Exactly. She might toss you a bone. But if she can't even sit down to have a fucking... She can't even have a motherfucking club sandwich without you coming in here throwing Prosecco and shit. Fuck you. Family or not, bitch. I'll see you at Christmas. Exactly. You better not ask me for the motherfucking present. Oh, you ain't getting no present, bitch. Your present is me not taking your ass to court. Exactly. So, um, collectively, because I was live tweeting during this show, the internet is not here for Bobby Lights. He's already uh, put a sour taste in everybody's mouth. Exactly. Yeah, keep Bobby Lights the fuck away from me and my family. Right, and so, from the previews, it looks like he' gonna be doing this. He, he it looks like he's another Jonathan. He's gonna be turning up the whole season, doing more interpersonal more turning up. Needed. Right. He's gonna be doing more interpersonal relationship turning up than business turning up. So that's that on Bobby Lights. I want him to I want him to, to, to just tan a little bit because he looks a little bit corpse bride. Yeah, he looks like, like I know he's I know he's fair skinned, but he still needs a little color. Like you in Miami, sir. There's no reason for you to be looking like some grits with no butter in them yeah it ain't no no excuses Mm-mm. so who else do we have um we have trick daddy and <sighs> so let's spend a little bit of time on trick daddy i'm gonna set this up and i'm gonna let i'm gonna let candace and jeremy have a field day with it so trick daddy is trick daddy and <clears throat> anybody that knows anything about trick daddy we we know that at one point trick daddy 
came out and said that he has lupus. We also know that Trick Daddy is, in general, a piece of shit. He is misogynistic <clears throat> and homophobic and probably some other things that we don't even know. Probably, I mean, I, you know what? Let me not do that. The things that we know for sure. He's misogynistic and he's homophobic. So, <clears throat> as with everyone on these shows, Trick Daddy was getting these jokes because Trick Daddy looks the way that he looks. <laughs> Trick Daddy has <laughs> always looked the way that he looks. <laughs> um... <laughs> And now it is exacerbated. And so they, they, I saw a lot of people on the internet getting up on their high horses and all of a sudden everybody's a lupus expert and saying, oh, you know, y'all don't need to be making fun of the way Trick Daddy looks because he has lupus. So my only thoughts on that, because I don't, I don't argue with people about when they say things. I'm just saying if you're going to make such a definitive statement, you need to have receipts. Um, we don't know for sure. And if, if y'all know and I'm wrong, well, don't tweet me because I don't care. But tweet Ratchet Ramblings and I'll I'll hear of it. <clears throat> if y'all have definitive proof that Trick Daddy looks the way that he looks because of his lupus, then I will eat my words. But as far as I know, we don't have any definitive proof that Trick Daddy looks the way that he looks because of his lupus. Lupus affects everyone differently. And I can say that because my I have someone in my family who has lupus. And it affects him totally different. Yeah. So... Also, we know that Trick Daddy smokes lace blunts. <laughs> Trick Daddy has smoked lace blunts as long as Trick Daddy has been Trick Daddying. <laughs> I, Trick Daddy, and I like it. I like it. We know that Trick Daddy has a shit diet. Mm-hmm. So there are plenty of factors because there's a lot of motherfuckers out here who don't have lupus who look the way Trick Daddy looks. I'm on with it. So again, I just. And the other thing about that is just because we make jokes about Trick Daddy, that does not mean that that applies to every single person living with lupus. All right. Trick Daddy is one individual who's fucked up, who happens to have lupus, and he going to get these motherfucking jokes. Wow. And, oh. you know, because we, we see that a lot. Like all of a sudden, because y'all feel away, now y'all lupus experts. And and as Candace pointed out in the group chat, and again, if there are receipts, please feel free to send them our way. But I don't remember Trick Daddy ever being no kind of lupus awareness spokesperson. Nope. I don't remember Trick Daddy holding no rallies, doing no walks. Nope. Maybe he has, but it's been real small scale. But for somebody with Trick Daddy's reach, with some with somebody with Trick Daddy's influence, him having lupus, I don't see him doing. I don't even see Trick Daddy taking care of himself. So. Get off your high like y'all quick to get on these high horses. Just dismount. All right. Go have a seat and a coke and a smile. And because Trick, Trick Daddy gonna get these jokes. He gonna get he gonna get these jokes. Cause Trick Daddy is a piece of shit. Dismount on a dick if you got a problem with it. But um, so first off, lupus in men, especially black men, is um not very common as it currently stands. So for Trick Daddy to have lupus and you don't see him being a lupus advocate, especially for men of color, it's trash. And mm-hmm. furthermore, we we know for a fact, too, that doesn't don't, Tony Braxton has lupus, correct? Yep. Tony I believe Braxton so. don't look like Trick Daddy. But we also know through watching Braxton, uh, Braxton Family Values that Tony Braxton goes the extra mile to take fucking care of herself. Yep. Like she I said, we know how to take care of her voice. Because mm. Tony Braxton has come off of a couple tours and a couple Vegas shows because the lupus was causing some issues with her. Yeah, because she had some flare ups. 
Yeah, because she didn't she have like a residency or something at yeah, because that was what led to her second bankruptcy. Yeah. I think that was when she got diagnosed with lupus and she had to cancel that that residency and she had to file bankruptcy because they had already, you know, money had already switched hands. Yeah. But Tony Braxton looks the way she looks and Trick Daddy looks the way that he looks. All I'm saying is we know one of them is eating shit food and drinking and smoking lace blunts. And we know the other one is taking care of themselves. So you do the math. Uh, Trick Daddy d- looks like he has- <laughs> Trick Daddy looks like he got rigor mortis, and I'm not even trying to be funny. And I mean, he's also a piece of shit. I just pulled up the interview a couple days ago with Trick Daddy talking about you black hoes need to tighten up. And if these white if these white bitches and these uh Latina bitches learn how to fry chicken, you black hoes gonna be useless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't give a fuck about what you listen. Your your health does not negate that you are a piece of shit and yep. proud of being a piece of shit. <laughs> especially and, if your health is not a priority for you. Like, that's just a so very wild. strange hill to die on to me. And what was so wild about it is that Trick Daddy um, is, well, no, black women um, at the time of this interview, and I still think currently black women are some of the uh, highest earners between black women and black men. They're out-earning mm-hmm. black men. They're getting um, secondary degrees at rates far higher than black men. They are uh, opening businesses at higher rates than black men and maintaining these businesses, having successful businesses. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out where you had the audacity to even make this comment talking about the you hoes out here getting all this plastic surgery and these fake asses and yada, yada, yada. Bitch, fuck you. Yep. Because the average the average black woman can't even afford a lot of plastic surgery because that shit ain't cheap. Nope. So like uh, for real, if we if we had dick, suck them. You about to get a you about to get a me, a yep. man weed. Yep. Come on, restoration. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> <Thank laughs> you got anything to say? <laughs> Listen, we hit the lottery. I'm definitely uh, taking my ass to Dr. Uh, Curves or whoever the fuck. But, <laughs> like, don't try to guilt trip no motherfucking body when you ain't got your shit together, ain't had a hit, and living off your old successes. Boy, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and Rod and Trina, because only thing he kept talking about, Trick Daddy and Trina putting out a joint album, and it's like, because Trina is still relevant. Trick Daddy, not so much. Like, we know who you are. We know your name. We don't speak your name. Right. All right. There's um, a I would. I would. I would just like to say this. Uh, look at here. I ain't about to be arguing with you, motherfuckers, each and every goddamn week when folks getting jokes off about trade Dad. It's motherfuckers on on social media that you some some of you and again, if it don't apply, let it fly. There are some people that you people follow that have lupus, and you don't ride nearly as hard for them as you. Um, let me let me make a comment. One of my favorite followers on loop on Twitter has lupus. Uh, she I can't think of her at name right now, but her name is uh, she changed it too. yeah, like she Lupus, changed it. Like Lupus, Lupus Fiasco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember some of you same motherfuckers clown trying to clown this girl damn near to depression when she posted a picture of her without her wig and how her hair had fallen out and how she had scabs and such from the medications and and the, and the treatments for her lupus and had been in and out of the hospital. And she was like, you know what, fuck it. Sometimes I get tired of wigs. My hair was patchy. I shaved the shit off. She posted a picture of herself 
um, bald, still pretty than the motherfucker, and you motherfuckers tried to clown her under the fucking table. And that bug got the nerve to be down on this here for Trick Daddy. Look, some of y'all picked the the weirdest motherfucking ranges to fucking die on. Like, let me let me let me tell you something. When they run, when they run my life back, when they push play on this raggedy ass tape of life, what I don't want to show up in the credits is me riding for motherfucking Trick Daddy. Listen, hello. Stop, stop, stop trying to have honor, honor with dishonorable motherfuckers. That's a right. word. That's a word and a lesson you need to take with you in 2018. Stop trying to have honor with dishonorable motherfuckers. That's like me, like if a if a fucking um, let's just for example, like if a fucking racist had had lupus. I don't give a shit about him having lupus. Lu- him having lupus and him being a motherfucking racist two separate goddamn things. I listen. If the motherfucker is ugly, he just ugly. He happens to be a racist. Fuck him. Like stop, stop, stop trying to have honor about dishonorable motherfuckers because you don't, you don't, and I hate using this term pejoratively, but you don't win the, the, the woke Olympics. It comes off performative as fuck, and a lot of people that do that shit ain't consistent and don't keep that same energy. So just yeah. stop it. If the I jokes just, offend yeah. you that much, listen. If the jokes offend you that block much, me. block me. Block. Listen, listen. I'm pre- listen. It's listen. Especially lately, it's been a lot of motherfuckers that don't like me. So I'm pretty sure I've disappointed you already. So just go ahead and block. Oh. I'm gonna, running list because I'm gonna say that trick daddy look like a motherfucking dead body, and that's just what the fuck we gonna leave it. And if and if that offend you, then I'm so then well, no, I'm not sorry. That's just what it's gonna be. Sorry, not sorry, because trick daddy absolutely look like a motherfucking meatball from diners, drive ins, and dives. Listen, fuck. Trick hey, daddy. why are we watching that right now? That's my motherfucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> That'd be my shit. Gaffieri with his fat ass putting his motherfucking fingers in everybody's food. <laughs> I'm not about to kiss your ass to get along with you. Block me. Do, yeah. block me Especially not over Trick Daddy. Oh, oh. You've been blocking me for years. Suck my asshole. I don't care. You can't beat my ass. And if you think you can, fly your ass on out here to Denver so you can go to jail. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Trick Daddy ugly. He always been ugly. He was ugly went before he let us know he had lupus. He was ugly before he blew up. It looked like Florida Evans. He used to look like a skinny Florida Evans. Now he look exactly like somebody dug Florida Evans up out of goddamn grave. Yep. He ugly. He been ugly. He made a living being a black ugly motherfucker who knew how to talk some slick shit. Yep. The motherfucker always been ugly. Don't act like he look like Trevante Rose before the lupus because you motherfuckers is playing games. And yep. I'm not here to play games with you. The nigga don't look that much different than how he the don't he look that different. Like, to be quite <laughs> honest. I'm not even trying to be funny, but Trick Daddy ain't never been no super skinny or super in shape ass nigga. He always been ugly. He always been ugly, and that's what the fuck it is. And he's Look, ugly mo- now. He was ugly. <laughs> he was ugly before lupus. He ugly while he got lupus. He gonna he gonna be ugly when he died with lupus. I don't give a fuck. Fuck Trick Daddy. Listen, the motherfucker don't give a fuck about black women. If we need to tighten up, you need to get off Lay's blunt and go see your motherfucking doctor. Hello, and, and that's that on that. Listen, I'm about to not, listen. I, I'm not about to play with you, motherfuckers, doing the fucking moral moral marathon over motherfucking trick daddy. You over trick daddy. If you don't go smoke some dick somewhere, get the fuck out of my face. Over trick <laughs> daddy. Motherfuckers are smoking dicks. <laughs> I don't see because I don't see half. I didn't see. I don't see half y'all. Well, I think that was proven to be a rumor, be false anyway. But when the internet believed that Jasmine guy had lupus, a oh, majority yeah. of y'all niggas wasn't running. Fun. The y'all jokes was fine. Y'all wasn't. Yep. Calling her all types of hawk face and all whatever the fuck. All right, but now Trick Daddy, you know, y'all want to be feel sympathetic for Trick Daddy. 
Well, fucking trick that if you don't get the fuck out my motherfucking face. And not only that, but if y'all, you feel that bad, go suck the lupus out his dick. Fuck you, bye. Hello. Yeah. And then we and then we see in the previews that this nigga treats his wife like shit, who is also, also happens to be Trina's cousin. Y'all miss me with the trick daddy sympathy, all right? If y'all don't get the fuck. But like somebody said, I can't remember if they if it was in my mentions. It was in my mentions. But like somebody said, and it was real callous. Um, but whatever. They're like, but y'all the same motherfuckers that felt sorry for that sourdough headed, uh, sourdough bread headed white boy until all the shit came out about him. So oh, yeah, the little, bitch, the little boy who got bullied. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. This so is yeah, the Michael Jackson meme. Hello. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I hate you, motherfuckers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, I hey, really hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that just lets me know that me and Mike was both doing something at the Allegedly. same time. Allegedly. Curtis with this impression. Michael Jackson on this motherfucker. Overall, like. Go to hell. Yeah, fuck Trick Daddy. Yeah, fuck, fuck Trick Daddy. Daddy. Fuck you too. And we don't care about your sympathy. Like, save it for somebody. Save it for 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 when it matters. All right. Trick Daddy ain't hurting. Like, he got lupus, but he ain't hurting. Shit, the nigga look hurt, but shit. But that's his own fault. Exactly. The nigga. He, anyway, enough about Trick Daddy. He too ugly to still be on our tongues. Um, like a pill. Well, he is for that lupus. Listen, because that was my first question. Like, is he even? Is he even taking care of himself? Like, does he even go? Like, multiple people was in my mentions. Like, this nigga still smoking coke, doing cocaine, and smoking lace blunts. Like, right? But we don't even know if that's the lupus got him looking like that. That could be drugs. That's my thing. I was like, or it could just be be, bad genes. (laughs) Whatever the blunt lace with it could, but no, bullshit. You not. It could just be bad genes. Some niggas, some ugly niggas. When they get old, that's what they look like. Exactly, the nigga look like a blown out. And they be happy. He do look like a. He do just look like a terrible fat uncle. I like. I'm not. He does. Funny. Like he don't look sick to me. He just look out of shape. Exactly. The nigga, like, y'all the nigga. In, like y'all turned into fucking lupus experts so quick. I'm like, if y'all all are expert at lupus, then y'all need to be um. Doing y'all need to be doing walks, and y'all need to be working on the cure. Like. Listen, because everybody world. knows everything about lupus. All of a sudden, when some trick daddy jokes start flying, listen, listen. In the words, he uh, dying. I wouldn't joke on him. Child. Shit, the nigga look. The nigga he was looking, already dying. The nigga <laughs> smokes lace blunts. The nigga, the nigga been looking dead for like ten years. This long is a blessing. Uh, to be quite the fuck honest, listen. This nigga in the backyard eating a whole fucking buffet of barbecue by himself. Listen, first of all, lace blunts, drinking. First of all, let me tell you something. I said this joke on Twitter, and I'm gonna say it here. I ain't no way in the hell you could get me to eat no goddamn food made by Trick Daddy. You must be out your motherfucking mind if you now, think I'm gonna push pause right there because Trick Daddy absolutely looks like the uncle that's fucked up from head to toe, but can barbecue the hell out of some meat. So I'm but gonna have to disagree because he looked like he a lace show barbecue platter. Right now, he <laughs> you have to watch him. <laughs> absolutely, you can't let him prep the stuff by himself. You have to watch all right, real. <laughs> and whenever you go to his house, you don't you drink nothing if it's not coming out of a can or a bottle. All right. But what I'm saying is, 
if the parameters look like he'll date rape drug his own cousin. He'll so, date he'll, he'll have his whole family fucked up. All laid out in the goddamn backyard. He be smiling daddy, and laughing. Trick daddy real nasty looking. And I'm not even talking about like he don't bathe. That too. But I'm talking about nasty looking like he like be like, we, well, we only third cousins. Exactly. I, I mean, let's be honest. This is the same nigga who created Eat a Booty Gang. Right. And I didn't even know that shit was his until somebody told me. Eat a Booty Gang. The, Eat a Booty Gang. The Miami equivalent of Creep Squad. D- there you go. There you go. You know what? Trick Let's move on. Don't even look like he brushed his teeth. So to be talking about eating somebody's booty, he looked like he brushed his teeth with Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, bitch. I said, this the hill y'all gonna die on? Of all the hills, okay. Good fucking luck, everybody. Good luck, cause damn. Um. I don't remember too much else about anybody else. So um, let's. I'm so listen. Gun so I'm play, thinking. Oh, I forgot about gun. I mean, that was yeah, that was a little minor. Uh, gunplay. Gunplay is a is a cokehead. So gunplay. He gonna fuck. He gonna get fucked up this season with messing around with that woman. And let me. Why we keep putting Bucky on TV shows? Bitch, Yo. your tongue kiss flavor flavor. Your judgment on everything is shot off. I'm trying to. Why is she going so hard in the paint? Against pretty like bitch, you didn't even know them when they were hot. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, Mike said the same thing. He was like, "Why are you so amped up over motherfuckers that you did not know you was a fucking kid when Pretty Ricky was at the height of their career?" More than likely, she act like she act like she fucked Baby Blue and he never called her again. Like, what's the what's the real tea, sis? Shit is exactly. a little bit shit is a little bit strange. Like, and I'm like, was, you going hard in the paint behind Pleasure Pete? Like, it's just bad decision making. And the piece all... and the piece stand for pedophile. Well, hey, it's already bad enough. You look like Francine from Arthur. Like, girl, you have enough worries and trials and tribulations that you have to face on your own. And I'm so you don't need to make it worse. You just are really not an attractive girl. Like, <laughs> she really got a whole. Uh, she moved to Miami to get broke up with. That's one thing I'm never gonna not discuss. <laughs> <laughs> First, and second of all, if I want to go to motherfucking. If I want to get back with my group, bitch, and do one more tour and one more album so I can keep your, your duck face ass and some uh, synthetic wigs, bitch, thank me. Don't hate me, bitch. Thank you. Especially some niggas that I don't even like that much. Bitch, you right. being a... You being if I'm a, willing to put all that aside... Hoe, a hoe, and I'm right. Confused. If I'm willing to put that aside to secure the bag, what the fuck are you mad about? Exactly. It was, it was really fucking confusing. I was like, uh, "Am I the only one confused about this bitch being so mad about Pretty Wicked getting back together?" I mean, she, right. she had she had to like she had to like pleasure Peter Beyonce of the group, and I mean, maybe he he was, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Baby Blue exposed all that. Pleasure Pete was acting like he was producing, writing, making a beat, singing, doing. Baby Blue was like, "Motherfucker, you came in with seeing your part and get the fuck on." I was all of y'all did. Studio. I was the one in the studio doing all the producing and shit, but still giving you niggas credits. I wouldn't have gave them niggas shit, but a hard time. They Hello. got some hard dick and bubble gum. What y'all trying to be on? Is y'all trying to fuck or what? Because I know y'all don't think y'all fixing to get no writing credits off of this. Not on today or tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not the one nor the two. I mean, Baby Blue was absolutely about to pop a blood vessel. That nigga was <laughs> very, very close to having an aneurysm, but he, he's hot in the motherfucker. He spilled the tea. He did. What speaking of what the fuck kind of that goddamn vest coat, whatever the fuck he had on, that motherfucker that was looking like a power ranger. Jacket and it looked like it had hot links on it. 
I don't know. And so they they did their thing. They that had a dress like Steve Hightower. All right, all right. It was absolutely. Well, yo, Shay talking about you didn't defend me. You such a bitch ass nigga. And I'm like, I'm like, you come in here. I'm at work, bitch. What? First and foremost, I am at work. I don't know why people don't understand. Just because these people are entertainers and they on stage or whatever the case. If I'm at a booking, if I'm at a gig, I am at work. What you will never do is come and embarrass me and act a motherfucking fool while I'm at work. Number one. Number two, you sitting here and you going hard in the paint on this nigga. This is somebody that I have to work with. And we already have a shitty relationship. And you gonna so, compound it by being stupid. Right. So in any other situation, yeah, if a nigga come talking nuts to you, you expect your man to 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 defend you. I'm not when about you, to defend you when you wrong in the motherfucker. But when you come in being wrong as fuck, you need to shut the fuck up. This one of those uh good good the good damn luck, everybody. Good damn luck, bitch. You fight baby blue big ass. I was bitch. about to say <laughs> this, this is a specific one. Good luck, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I hope your ass can take a lick. Fight that big motherfucker. You got to go to Jesus. Because baby, <laughs> that nigga look like I'm a listen, motherfucking. Here, here I go. You started it, bitch. You finish it. Listen, because that nigga look like a fucking hungry, hungry hippo. That ain't what you want. That nigga look like he eat your weed. Listen for lunch and dinner. So hot sauce, bitch. What is she this? can definitely with, get with, with, with some risotto and Chilean sea bass. Miami sea bass. <laughs> Floridian. She was doing the most. And we'll talk about she came hey, in. Bitch, even if I'm wrong, we you defend me and we deal with it when we get home. No, bitch. Because if you an adult, you gonna shut the fuck up when you know you in the wrong, bitch. You is not gonna come up here and fuck up our money. Bitch, you just nope. got to Miami. You don't got no job, Tommy. <laughs> you ain't got no job, bitch, to be talking about. Defend me, bitch. I'm trying to keep a check. All right. right. I'm trying to keep the lights on but in this house. Do you understand? Me? Lingerie. We need some money, bitch. I got to buy you some jeans. I was just about to say, because, bitch, you came to Miami with nothing. You came to Miami in your pajamas, bitch. I got to get us some money, bitch. You need some clothes. You moved from a whole nother city, and all you have is a carry on bag. You can't. You move from a whole nother state. Another state. One, one, one roller bag, the little one that you could take on the plane with you. You ain't even pay no baggage fee. Louis bag. <laughs> Shit, get the fuck out of here. Bitch, I'm exhausted. That whole and I saw, I saw a lot of women agreeing, like, yeah, your man's supposed to defend you no matter what. No, y'all need to get the fuck. <clears throat> y'all need. First of all, y'all need to stop women. Like that, y'all need to stop thinking that y'all can go into any situation and cause a ruckus, and somebody your man's supposed to always get you out of it. Like, learn how to conduct yourself like an adult. And in this situation, she was even more wrong because you had no reason to come in and go at that man the way that you did. You had no reason. He didn't say shit to you. You came in on a hundred for no reason. You came in looking for a fucking fight. Why you want to fight with a big ass bebop rock steady ass nigga like that? I don't know. Good to hell look, everybody. Yeah, down on his heel over pleasure to fucking pee. What is you trying to fight a pregnant nigga for, bitch? Leave him alone before you stress that baby out, bitch. I'm tired. Leave, no, that she baby leave him alone before he stress that weave out. That weave like, shit. Wouldn't, like, wouldn't the, like, I don't get that. Like, wouldn't 
like if that's why are you causing problems for your man? Like mm-hmm. that, that shit, that 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 look after me and all that shit. That shit works both ways. Okay, I'm gonna defend you, but also don't be out here having me looking the fuck stupid. Right. Don't have me out here having to defend you when you wrong as fuck. When you wrong as fuck. You know what that reminds me of? Um, remember on making the band with the band, and Sarah's husband was always wild and going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was the same shit. Like nigga, you not in the group. You need to calm the fuck down. Right. You are you are over here and I need you to be over here. You but are nigga, an auxiliary so player. But nigga, shank you. Okay. Shit, because I have no doubt they, they would have called mysterious and that shit would have been taken care of. I want it so bad right. I can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> With the gun up in my way. <laughs> God damn it, Curtis. <laughs> Couldn't even finish. <laughs> hey, I was like, okay, well, can we get this bitch off my TV screen acting like she don't have no home training? Oh, animal right. ass bitches. I'm so sick of seeing animals on reality TV, but I love it at the same time. She's exactly. doing the most, so we're going to see what happens with that relationship, her and Pleasure P. Pleasure pedophile? Uh, yeah. He's going to end up cheating on her, so... He gonna, he, he gonna probably already group, like, I like her, but she just, man, I don't know. You know the typical nigga, I'm cheating, but I'm yeah. trying to excuse it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. The group back together, he probably was all up in spectacular booty hole. That's, you know what? Let me not do that. <laughs> Curtis. Him. Oh, shit. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> This is a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. We have a oh, grind on me, indeed. Relax your mind and take your time on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very sick of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is out of control. Oh god. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. Any... America. America. Well, yeah, I was trying to remember if there were any other smaller players before we get to that, because that's that's gonna be almost as big as the trick daddy thing. I don't think there was anybody else, though. No, nah, I don't think nah, there was. Nah. Um, so, so, the beautiful goddess that is Amara La Negra. Yes. That oh, is yes. a fine-ass woman. Yes. My God. My God. So, and she before got, we get into she, it. She got, she got, she got body. Body, 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 body. She got body. She got she got complexion. She got she hair. Got beauty. She got eyes. She got she got sass. She like she a full package, and she is proud of who she is. That shit is so attractive that she is not powering in her complexion, coming from a place where they are easily as uh, color struck as black people in the U.S. Correct. Yep. So I want to start off before we get into what happened on the show. Um, <clears throat> I saw people, mostly black women, mm. on Twitter questioning her blackness or making little snide comments about she don't her blackness don't look real, her eyes don't look real. We don't know if her afro is a wig or not. And I was like, that's real fucking funny because y'all were the same ones who was dying on the hill for Trick Daddy. But then Amara comes on the screen and you question her from head to, to toe. How does that work exactly? Here's somebody telling you I'm a proud Afro-Latina. I 
struggle with this shit every day because every day a motherfucker will look at me and be like, I'm too dark to be Latina or whatever the case may be. And the first thing that y'all say is her her skin don't look real. Listen, um, I, I just got to say this and I'll leave it to y'all because y'all are often a lot more nuanced and shit than I am. There are some people who in trying to be so pro-black, they be, end up being anti-black. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of shit because that's the kind of shit that I because I did see some of that too, and as a matter of fact, just today, like I saw someone saying, um, saying why y'all go so hard for Afro Latinas, and they had Afro Latinas in quotes, and you could just tell the, you could just tell that they said that pejoratively, and they was like fuck them, and I'm just like, okay, mm. and I knew it was something related to the show because again, in America, that's been a, a hot topic, and I'm like, yeah, y'all in. It's- Right. Colorism is still a huge problem in our community. Y'all can act like it's not all you want to. But as many times as we see tweets that go viral of these young black kids, these young black girls and boys making fun of dark skinned people, talking about calling dark skinned people roaches, dark skinned black people at that. So for y'all to turn around and do it, do the same thing, maybe not as mean spirited, but still but still very in a very snide way. I'm like, and and what's, what's the point? point? These are some. These are. It was it was so weird because one, even if she was wearing an Afro wig or had Afro had clip-ins extensions, so what? You bitches love to defend weaves and wigs. Those about weaves and wigs. It's and somebody somebody said stuff. that on there. They were like, even if that Afro is a wig because it's too perfect to be her real hair. They were like. Nine times out of ten, it's still some kinky four B four C hair up under that. It is. So what is y'all? What is we even talking about? You know, Instagram of her, uh, how they do her afro, and you know how they get it the way it is, and they literally they braid her hair, unbraid it, and pick her hair out. Yeah, hmm. these will be some of the same people that that um talk about erasure and all that shit, and it's like, well, y'all doing that shit to her, so it's like again. Then they talked about how well she be tanning her skin and this, that, and the third. So she So I saw I saw somebody talking about that. So fucking what? She's a dark there are videos, there are pictures of her as a little girl as chocolate as she fucking wanna be. So if she like if she liked the way she looked when she darker, baby, I love it. I love her that she loves being the dark Dominican woman that she is. And so what go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I love it. Oh, what I saw on Twitter, because uh, that came up, I saw that earlier today, and they were like, one of the very, very popular tweeters, who's not on there anymore, Gummy, they were like, Gummy was dark-skinned, and she loved tanning. Like, and, see, and that's what I see, that's what I'm saying, when shit happens, y'all motherfuckers turn into experts about shit, and you don't know shit. I can say this as a dark-skinned man, a lot of times, dark-skinned people, our skin tone is not even. So if a motherfucker want to go tan to even their skin tone out, if they just want to tan because they feel like fucking tanning, who the fuck are you to say that that's not something they should do or can do or to have something to say about it? These would be like the we same. literally saw this woman get torn down from her eye color to her hair to her skin tone to her face to face with a motherfucker that she was trying to work with, and y'all turn around and did the same shit. But like, y'all the motherfuckers that got trick daddy ass on your tongue because we make jokes because he may or may not look the way he looked because of lupus. These will be Y'all the crazy same, as hell. These will be the same type of people that be complaining that people are too woke, quote unquote, or too sensitive, quote unquote, or too you know, yo. These will be the same people, but like I just 
Stop being so, motherfucking weirdos in 2018. Get you some business. God damn. Pause real quick before we launch into um the herd her and the actual show so i tweeted that today i I tweeted something about that i was i said uh a lot of times y'all too sensitive is really code for i want to be an asshole in peace and y'all need to keep that accountability shit away from me and so i guess it's been doing a little bit of numbers and i've seen a couple of people reply but my mentions are not a place for your opinion put that on the shirt and i wish i had favorited the tweet but um it takes me back dave chappelle dropped you know, his last two specials or whatever on that. <coughs> and mm-hmm. one of the comments was the gay community loves, wants to be included in everything until they are included in the jokes, then blah, blah, blah. And the best reply that I have seen is the only time that y'all want to be inclusive of the LGBT community is when the joke is on them. You don't, exactly. talk about them, you don't discuss them. You don't care about anything that's going on with them. Until it's time to joke on them, joke at their expense, make them the butt of a joke. And I watched the special, and the jokes were the things that he said, the comments he made. One, he acknowledged that he felt bad that the the comments and the jokes he made in the last specials offended the trans community because he had trans uh he had trans um fans or whatever, and. He even made himself, you know, the butt of some jokes. And he even said, you know, he he made it very clear that their right to live safely, to live freely, to be afforded the same opportunities should not not be based on them being trans or not. And these motherfuckers still was dying on the hill, even though he said he felt bad that what he said upset a marginalized community. You know, like that. Say this real quick. I okay. am not. I'm not trans. I'm not not gay. So I, as a cis heterosexual woman, do not have the right to tell the LGBT community how they can feel about jokes being made at their expense. That goes for everyone. If you do not identify as a part of that community, you don't get to tell them they being too serious. They can't take a joke. They too sensitive. They only want people to be PC. Times have changed. You can't even just like, you don't get to say any of that. Even if you don't agree, shut the fuck up and let them say how they feel. Furthermore, being a comedian is an art. Art is often critiqued and criticized and everything else. Dave Chappelle is not above fucking reproach because comedians build their whole career on critiquing and criticizing everyone fucking else. Yep. Um, and, they, just... and they bank on their fans putting them on a pedestal because it's comedy and for whatever reason y'all love to say that comedy is above like candy said above reproach and it's not listen and it's fucking not because y'all were the same motherfuckers that had all the things to say when bill maher was made that house nigga joke but for whatever reason right y'all wanted him off the air because it was racial but when it comes but that's a lot of problem that's the problem with a lot of cisgender black people y'all cannot see past your own intersection yeah, I, I talked about that a little bit on my show when I had my friend Mo on. We were talking about intersectionality, and that's usually what the issue is. You can't see below. Like I, I consider, I look at it. I, my the analogy that I made was intersectionality is like the streets in New York. All right, you got all these avenues with all these numbers going all up, 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 and you go further down, further down, further down. So if you black, you already down here. You a woman, you a little bit further down. You LGBT, you go further down than that, and really you LGB. And then if you T, you even lower. 
and nobody can see lower than the street of where their intersection is. Um, I, 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 I first of all, I agree with everything y'all said. Two, I don't. I tweeted that I don't understand that. Now, I I have seen conflicting reports, like because uh, we talked about it in the chat. Uh, Candace watched it. I seen some other people that, um, as a matter of fact, I listened to uh, the black guy who Tilson Raw was talking about a little bit, and some were saying, you know, that he. Uh, overall, the, the 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 common thing was that he did acknowledge it was wrong, but I've seen uh, some people, some LGBTQ people, saying that it wasn't, you know, um, as poignant as, as an apology if they would have liked, and they have that right. But mm-hmm. this was this is what I don't get. If a motherfucker acknowledged that they wrong, what the fuck are you down the hill for them to still be wrong? If the motherfucker had enough, however variance variance of level, if the motherfucker had enough self awareness to be like, you know what? That was wrong. I fucked up. What the fuck are you still trying to convince him? Nah, you weren't wrong. If a motherfucker is being an adult, why are you still trying to make them be a child? Like, I don't understand that shit. That shit is fucking weird. And like, care to say it, like, that's the, that whenever, and I, I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Every time shit like this happens, I bring this up and people like that, like, I'm crazy. But usually, usually, not all the time, but usually whenever it's some LGBTQ related shit, or even some uh, some sexism. Everybody mm-hmm. has this. Everybody wants to be. Oh, y'all too quick to cancel people. Oh, y'all too. Y'all don't never let nobody grow. Oh, y'all always. Y'all, y'all always complaining. Oh, y'all always too woke. All this, that, and the third and X, Y, Z, P. Whenever it's some LGBTQIA related shit, or like I said, sometimes sexism. We yep. never have that same energy. Collectively, we never have that same energy with somebody being racist. It's almost yep. never. You you damn near, unless they just be in a coon, you never hear nobody say, oh, I mean, the racism was so long ago. I mean, people change, people grow, X, Y, Z, element P. Y'all motherfuckers never say that shit when it's some racism. So you not finna sit here and, 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 and you don't get the right to not be hypocrites and not keep that same energy and people... Not call that shit, especially the people that y'all are essentially throwing under the bus. Yeah, funny, but especially people on Twitter, because you motherfuckers will try to get somebody fired for being racist on Twitter. You will try to take their whole life away be t- behind them saying "fuck you, nigger" on Twitter. And yeah. by the way, and by the way, I if that's the if that's what you want to do, fine. Like I'm not defending that shit at all. All I'm saying is keep that motherfucker same energy when it's some LGBTQ related shit, especially mm-hmm. since we all pro pro black and biggity black and all this shit. Keep that same energy and uplift and support your brothers and sisters when they feel a way about your favorite comedian making jokes at the expense of some right. of their lives. That's all. Just keep that same energy. Stop being fucking cowards. And, and you know very, what? And at the very least, at the very fucking least, even if you don't agree, at the very least, stay out their fucking face, stay out their fucking mentions, telling them that they overreacting and being sensitive and they they don't know how to take jokes. At the very least, shut the fuck up <coughs> your ass <coughs> opinion out they mentions because again we don't we don't do this when black people feel away about racist shit yep. like we we have a field day when people come in in our mentions talking about oh let let racism go let slavery go the shit don't build whole platforms on that shit stop talking about the shit y'all never want to get past it man please we drag motherfuckers out to to the pasture over shit like they that. made whole ass platforms about the shit yep and i'll say this and then we can get back because I know this show is running long. Um, I I'm not I'm part of the community, but I'm not trans. But what I can't because I have common fucking sense, I will say this for anybody who is struggling to understand why it's an issue specifically when trans issues are coming up, especially with comedy, 
for every comedy special coming out with a comedian with a Dave Chappelle coming out with the trans joke, punching down number one and punching down in comedy is always shitty. But number two, the juxtaposition is there are t- there are so many trans people, tr- usually trans women of color getting murdered just for existing. That's why the shit is such a hot button issue. Nobody whose existence is in jeopardy just because they want to go out into the world. They don't want to be the butt of a fucking joke. It's so much shit that you can we have Donald Trump in office and you making trans jokes. Who he is his administration is literally it's targeting them. Joke. The whole administration is a sh- there are so many things you can make jokes of. All right, you can make jokes of just black people, black men, black women, but yeah, it's still a touchy issue with trans people because you know what? Trans people out here being murdered just for being them, exactly. And then you got motherfuckers that go on the Breakfast Club making jokes about murdering trans people. And then you exactly. got motherfuckers that's defending it or 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 hiding their hands, swearing up and down that they challenging the person when they're not. You got people making up this false narrative of oh, it's trans people, trans people out here tricking people. All right, these people's lives are in danger. LGBT, just because you just because you follow XD and some of the other popular gay Twitter people and a couple of trans, that doesn't mean that our lives are not in danger just from existence. Still, all right. At any given time, somebody that you love on the timeline that make dick jokes all the time might be gone because they might come across the wrong motherfucker. Just like being black, you might come across the wrong motherfucker and be gone. Yeah. So stop acting like y'all don't see the motherfucking parallels and why trans people don't want to be the butt of their, y'all raggedy ass jokes. If you're going to make a joke, at least be funny about the shit. Just because it's coming out of a comedian's mouth, that does not make it automatically funny. And we should all just laugh and hold hands and drink a fucking Heineken and sing Kumbaya. Fuck out of here. Can I also say that y'all ugly? <laughs> I'll <laughs> never forget that you motherfuckers are ugly. Never forget. Y'all be acting real musty when it comes to LGBT stuff. I, I especially ugly. trans, especially trans. A lot of y'all stupid, so that's that. Y'all ugly and stupid, and it, it's hurting me. It's bothering my baby, and we can't go to Bella Noche's when y'all being idiots. Right. Okay. I, I'll say. I want to say one more quick thing, then we'll we'll wrap up this topic. Um, if you gonna be a piece of, sh- don't be cowards. Like, don't say, don't have trans lives matter or you know LGBT lives matter or whatever. Don't have that in your bio and retweet that and then stick up for shit like Dave Chappelle. Like if you like be 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 full on. Just if you don't care about the lives of LGBTQ people and Black LGBTQ people, if you don't care about their lives, be honest about that shit. So they so so the people in that community can know. Okay, this motherfucker don't give a shit about me. I know not right. to fuck with this person for for their own safety because they have enough at dealing with it as is and they don't need to they they don't need fake allies they need decent motherfuckers that have empathy and are not shitheads so that's that mm-hmm. on that and never forget you motherfuckers are ugly. The last thing and then like I said we can get back to Amara is and this is I'm not going to expand on it it's a whole conversation for another day but shit like this is the reason why LGBT people of color. This is why we people more and more people are not separating their identities. This is why we're not putting black. I'm not saying that's let me speak for myself. This is why I don't say I'm black before anything else, because the same blackness that I'll go up for. Y'all will not go up for me for my gayness. Y'all will sit back or you won't go up for my trans sister or my trans brother, even though we black. Y'all the same mother. Y'all let us hang on the cross. Y'all let motherfuckers 
talk about us any kind of way, make joke, any kind of jokes, make derogatory jokes, make jokes about killing us. But you want us to stand up in our blackness. This is why we don't separate. This is why we I'll it's one I did like, I'll fight for your gayness. Just don't bring no caveman in his house. No, I you know, I don't <laughs> the smell. <laughs> bring no caveman in his family, Curtis. No yeah. shit. But no, you know, that's not my ministry. I actually I I couldn't agree more. And that's why I kinda hope that um you get a chance to watch it because I would like your love your opinion on it. And, uh I'll have to look because I haven't really been. And the sad part is, like, I loved Chappelle's show. Like, I have Chappelle's show on DVD, but I haven't been but when, interested like, in his if, new stuff. If it, ever, if it ever comes, let me see what the fuck this motherfucker was saying. If just, you know, hop in the group chat and say, you know what? I watched it and the shit was trash. Yeah, and- I probably will eventually, though. It's on Netflix, ain't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's get back on topic because we've been uh, preaching and I hate preaching. Young, young Hollywood. Um, you need your whole a, ass beat. A nigga with, uh, uh, I don't know what you with are, but a light cursive tattoos. A light skinned nigga with cursive tattoos on his eyelids tried to tell somebody what was elegant. I like the fell on the motherfucking floor. So on, um, I should have no image like, for example, like a Beyonce. First of all, bitch, we haven't even worked together. Bring up Beyonce because Beyonce is the queen of whatever the fucking hairstyle she feel like rocking. Beyonce didn't have braids, afros, mm-hmm. weaves, ponytails, and whatever the fuck else. Don't bring up Beyonce because Beyonce stands strongly in her blackness and she wear whatever the fuck she want, when the fuck she want to. Beyonce and encourages other ass. women to do the same. Beyonce took her ass on the Super Bowl and performed one of the blackest songs she ever made unapologetically. Don't bring up her, her blackness and elegance. And then this <clears> motherfucker, <throat> I'm going to tell you when I knew that I wanted to punch him in his face when he called that woman Michelle <laughs> Queen mm-hmm. and laugh. And then I recently saw him on IG Live. Like somebody like did a screen grab of like an IG Live video and he laughed about the shit. Like, haha, everybody thought it was so funny when I called her Nutella Queen. What did y'all think? Ha ha ha. Like, what? You corny than a motherfucker. Corny than a. So, a couple of things. Number one, this was an initial series of meetings just to see if y'all had chemistry to work together. You the producer, you already talking about changing my image. That was number one. That was what really I was done with him at that point because I'm like, y'all don't y'all haven't even agreed to work together. And you already talking about, oh, well, maybe you need to change your image. Number two, you trying to use Beyonce to bash her, which is a, such a typical uh, tactic online. We see this so often. People either bashing Beyonce or using Beyonce to bash somebody else. Um, and then there was a there was a video on on uh, Facebook. I should have tagged y'all in it of that conversation. And basically, they were flagging each time it was basically colorism or offensive. I think they got up to twenty five. And just depending on how you feel about it, it could be less. It could be more. But <clears throat> needless to say, the whole everything he said was offensive to her. Like everything, he needed his whole ass ass whooped. Yo, yo, Afro, and you can't be elegant. This this man really said out his mouth, you can't be elegant with an Afro. Like, what? boy, boy. You haven't even seen her try to be elegant. What the fuck do you know? What do you know about elegant, you ignorant bitch? He is the epitome of trash. That's for fucking sure. Like, trash. Like, oh, I was like, okay, I can kind of see him feeling the way because she brought her mama to the initial meeting. 
I mean, on the one hand, but on the other hand, I'm like, ain't you Latino? Don't you don't you know how that shit goes? Because <clears throat> that to me wasn't nothing new. Like, especially if I'm trying something new, like, and she let it be like, my mama's my best friend. I go out with my mama. She needs somebody to watch her back. I'm not. I mean, look at her. Shit, I would want somebody to watch my fucking back too. And as soon as he got her by herself, he started disrespecting. And her. that was the thing. I was like, you such a bitch. You wouldn't dare say none of that shit in front of her mama. Listen, her mama, you got her alone. Her mama ain't played. Her mama like Ryan. Mama ain't never played with nobody. Damn her goddamn like. Oh, you know her mama ain't never. You know her mama probably keep a wooden spoon in her purse to slap a motherfucker as soon as they try it. <laughs> that image, that visual, got me screaming. <laughs> what? Fuck did you say? What? Yeah. Like some you know anime, she do. It's like some cartoon shit. What? With the sound effect with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with with vigor and gusto. Yeah, so he's a, he's a fucking clown. That woman. And then she was like, okay, so when did you become a stylist? Because I thought you were a producer. So is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic? Like, yes, I can understand if he was like, I'm offering you a comprehensive package. So, you know what I'm saying? Like a management package where I'm, I'm going to be managing your image and we're going to be making music. But I'm like, if you're only a producer, why does your opinion on her on her appearance matter? Like, I get it. You don't want to produce no track that's not going to be hot or be flames or whatever. But... <clears throat> I'm like, you know what? And it reminds me of um, of Hollywood. You know how Hollywood act like if it's if it's Latino or if it's black, it's not gonna sell. So we don't need to do that. Yeah. And and uh, and it could be farther from the truth, like because it's and I don't. I mean, we don't know because I feel like a certain amount of surgeons of the support for her was because of this. But at the same time, this is a beautiful, talented. Like I went through her Instagram. Just to hear some of her, like she has a nice voice. Yeah, I think she can rap too because she was in that commercial. Remember that all white commercial with people from these shows? She was in that commercial. I didn't even realize. I didn't know who she was. Oh, okay. That commercial with uh, with Pat Poose yeah. and like yeah. Brooke yeah. Valentine. It was a Christmas commercial, and they oh, were all wearing that. white. Yeah, she was in that commercial. Oh, okay. I remember now because she had that afro, and I was like, "Who is this?" Because there were people, you know, there were just people in it that I didn't know. Right. Um, number one, number two, she's not brand spanking new. Like, yeah, she's trying to break into the American market, but she's been successful doing what she's been doing she with the receipts. image that she's had. Right. She's you know been saying? and you're trying to act like oh Beyonce is always so elegant. Beyonce went through a whole phase where she wore her hair out, she wore Afro wig, she wore Afro when when she after she did Austin Powers. Yes, it was all Afro everything, and that was at the beginning when she launched her solo career. Yeah, people look at if any time they were gonna buckle down and be like, No, Beyonce, you need to have your hair straight, you need to do this, you need to do that. It would have been when she was first launching her solo career, yeah. So, miss me with the bullshit, like you're just an ignorant ass motherfucker, and that's all there is to it. You a bitch ass motherfucker, and 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 he looked like uh, a New York's uh sewer rat, so that's that's that too, right? Definitely do look like a subway rat. Right. Got a whole lot of nerve to be trying to tear this woman down. And my thing was, you couldn't even do it in a constructive way. Because I fully, and I said, I tweeted this, I fully expected somebody to try her on her looks, on her hair, on something that she was got going on. I fully expected that. But you you didn't even have the decency to try to be constructive about it. And then when she's, and, and, and I understood her frustration 100%, because when somebody offends you and you're trying to tell them, why you're offended and they sitting here making jokes and laughing and chuckling the shit ain't funny like you lucky she didn't throat chop your bitch ass 
and acting like she I sure would have. And she had, and acting like she wrong for being offended. And then told her she's psycho. Right. Like, boy, like, you did everything <laughs> in your power to offend this woman. And you this lucky the worst that the, she did do the was afro, walk out. Do the afro stand, do the afro and afro latina stand for your hair. I was like, okay, dude. Right. He's talking about is that because you from Africa or because of the afro? Again, this is one of them things where y'all think shit is funny and it's not. Like you joking on somebody's identity to their face. That shit ain't funny. It's not cute. It's not a joke. You don't have no clue what this woman has gone through in her life because she's looked like that all her life, just like all the motherfuckers on Twitter. Oh, her eyes ain't real. Oh, she got contacts. Then the receipts came out. Her eyes have always looked like that. She's 12 years old, tap dancing with her eyes looking like that. Y'all always got so much shit to say with no goddamn receipts. Then the receipts come out and you ain't, you ain't got shit to say or you deleting tweets. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or you doubling down in your wrongness like, like his bitch ass mm. on Instagram. Oh, that was funny. Let me, let me let me just say that if if this needs to be said for anybody that um either is not black listening to this podcast or is not of the darker persuasion like that whole chocolate Nutella hazel all of that cutesy shit that shit is not cute with somebody that you don't know well and even if you know them well it may not be cute all right but especially with somebody that you don't know, don't go up to no dark skinned person and start hollering about chocolate and all that shit is annoying as fuck. And I'll yep. smack the fuck out you. So that's the other part. Listen, especially if I'm already mad at something else you said, I can just imagine being in that situation and I'm like breaking it down to you why what you said is offensive and you turn around and call me your Nutella King. That's the day you might die. Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> but I did like how many people did rally around her. And again, um, I feel like Amara is hope, and I, you know what, I, I feel like is is happening, and I pray that it continues to go this way. I feel like Amara is already on the same path or a similar path as Cardi B because after the first episode, and I think we talked about this earlier, after the first episode aired, she already signed to a record deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, already securing the bag, already moving forward. So your little whack ass comments about her afro and needing to change her look, you can eat those words. And then, my, and then my thing, my thing was, this is the on, this is only the second time you seeing this woman. How do you know she don't change up her look? How you know she's not gonna come tomorrow with braids? How you know tomorrow she's not gonna come with a pixie cut? You don't know what she got going on. Just loud and wrong, loud and wrong. Just loud, wrong, and a bitch, a whole bitch, a whole hoe. So shout out to Amara La Negra. I'm here for it. Can't wait to see what you do. She seems like she's talented. If nothing else, she's beautiful. So. Shit, if nothing else, sis, at least model because you have what it. Yes. Because mm-hmm. her body is whoo. Yeah, she is. She is super gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous, bodied out, titties sitting nice, ass flat tummy. I mean, just I can see why them dudes was trying to snatch her up for a record deal. Because I mean, shit, she why would you? Package. She really is. Like she come to you and you ain't even barely got to groom her ass. Pretty much, because she's already she already looks amazing because she's already been doing it. She's already been performing and stuff. Already booked. Because even her performance that she did when she was introducing herself looked lit. You, we can't, even, you can't even say that, Masika. No, you ain't booked or busy, bitch. Nope. He was just Christy. Mm. Running over to the left. <laughs> Speaking of, because I think that I think we're done with love and hip hop Miami. Unless y'all got something else. No, no, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, yeah, I, they haven't. Real Housewives of Atlanta hasn't been on for the holidays. 
Um, I think we will say Married to Medicine till next week then because a new episode aired tonight. So we'll we'll cover Married to Medicine next week and just catch up on it and, bring, <clears throat> and Real Housewives of Atlanta should be back. And uh, yeah, like I just BH1 gave us gave us the theater. I'm gonna let you theater. Yeah, with uh, they gave it to us with uh Love and Hip Hop Miami, and I cannot wait. I kind of wish Juju was on Miami now. Right? I kind of wish she was on there. But, yeah, that's all I got. I just want to say real quick, um, because I just saw this today. I I put it in the group chat. But, um, you know, shit, thoughts and prayers, I guess. And I don't know, just the wishes for healthiness for Alexis Scott's baby. She had the baby prematurely, I think. From what I read, the baby was only only one pound. Yeah. So as much as we joke on here, um, you know, we don't want to see that. So hopefully the baby pulls through and is able to be he- healthy and Correct. live life. Other than that, like Candy said, I'm looking forward to the mess. Shit, I'm going to have to, uh, shit, Miami keep on being this good. Shit. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself listening to y'all talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to come on every, every week. <laughs> Miami was so damn spicy. I was at this point, I'm like, shit, y'all might y'all might just have to take my name out of the featuring on the title. <laughs> <laughs> Miami was good as fuck. Like Miami <laughs> had me there. Like it, it made you laugh. It made you think. It made you mad. The whole thing had a whole yeah. spectrum of motherfucking emotions. Listen, goddamn Mo- Mona been bullshitting, so she knew she owed us. Listen, she 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 knew she knew. Love and Hip Hop Miami is a welcome addition to the MTU, the Mona Mona Me Television Universe. So yeah, welcome right. addition, welcome addition. Um, I don't have nothing else. So uh, thank you all for listening. I know this has been a lengthy one, but uh, hopefully we made you laugh and think, and, and hopefully think. you stop being fucking weirdos. That that's a, that's the that that might be the new benediction. I don't know. Curtis might have to think of something, but the, or the new tagline. Just stop being damn weirdo shit. Um, but yeah, govern, govern your psychoness accordingly. That, you know what? Oh, I have a different. Ben- I, I have. A I'm, different I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to find a way to fit that as a show title. Camera. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was gonna say, um, the benediction for this week is gonna be, uh, thou shall not question one's afro when thou is a whole bitch. I like it. I like it. Let's let's go with it. You worry about your conk, your bitch. <laughs> uh, my afro. <laughs> and on that note, bye y'all. <laughs>